The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 For the first time listeners, right? Um, first of all, welcome to Permission to Speak Freely. Yeah. Uh, a very, very sophisticated naval po- podcast, right? We've interviewed the likes of Elon Musk, um, Donald J. Trump, and President Joseph Biden. And we even got a chance to sit with the Vice President Harris. We've uh, spoken with Henry Ford and Albert Einstein. Um, nah, uh, <laughs> nah, I don't know about all that. Right. But if you have a, if you're a first time listener, I'll tell you this, uh, it's been a while since we sat and talked to each other, probably like three weeks. So actually not. Cause we did somebody else's podcast. This should be coming out real soon, Yeah, but, um, it's still been a minute. And so we just going to be all over the place. Uh, we're going to be all over the place. It's a whole lot to talk about a whole lot to talk about. But if you are a first-time listener, I start off just by saying that my name is Damo, and I'm an active-duty senior chief in the United States Navy. That's it. That's it. Of course, I'm Damon. Yeah. Of course, you guys don't you really know me. Um, if they are first-time listener, they don't know, so you can't well, really say. Okay. First-time listener, <laughs> um, Damon, also an active uh, senior chief in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. So let's dive right on up into this thing, man. I'm just so like, like opinionated right now. Remember that I said that, man. Opinionated. I got a I got a question though before we dive right okay. in. Cause I, I you know, I'm active duty. I'm active duty and I'm a chief. And I have a chief hat on, right? Actively a chief, active, you know, action happening. Um, not on a couch. I'm on a deck place. Boom, boom, boom. Right. You, um, you know, you got a really nice shirt on. First of all, that's a permission to speak freely. Deaf to PowerPoint shirt. Available yes. At PTSFmerch.com. I really like that shirt. Um, but I'm looking at your hat, you know, and it's an Orlando magic hat. And um, in the kind of conversation of being active, um, I don't see much activity from Orlando right now. So. I was just trying to figure out what made you, you know, have that magic pride today. Well, <clears throat> one is, you know, I I never, I, I really don't wear a whole lot of uh, Orlando magic uh, stuff, but I am an Orlando magic yeah. fan. I don't blame you for that. Um, and um, until the, you know, come around next year, you probably won't see a whole lot uh-huh. of magic stuff, but. The hat kind of matches a little bit of the shirt, man. So I kind of threw it on this morning. But um, other than that, man, and we are better get active, man. We got the number one pick this year, man. So we, you will hear a little bit more about the matches, man. <laughs> of course, y'all got the number one pick. <laughs> of course, got the number one pick, man. So you might see, you might hear a little bit more about them, about us, uh, man. But, uh, yeah, man. But yeah, but you said you was opinion. You said you had a lot of opinions and stuff like that. So I mean, I'm all there. Yeah, man. Um, let's start with this shooting, man. I want to talk about the shooting, man. Um, the Texas shooting is, is the one I'm talking about right now, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's a lot of stories out there going back and forth, but yesterday I was listening to one of the, I don't know if he was the chief of police, he was one of the the, the, the main guys, you know, uh, that was talking about the case. I mean, was talking about the incident. And um, 
some stood out to me, man, um, that was very disturbing. Um, and what it, it was about the fact of how long it took for them to actually get in there. And, and, and then I was also hearing things about like, he was the the shooter was outside first and the cops was already there while he was outside before he even went into the school. And um but that's not the 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 more disturbing thing about it, it the whole thing, man, is like where we are in 2022, where we are as a society, where where we are when we gotta kill, you know, kids, man. You know, like we talking mm-hmm. about kids that, that cannot defend themselves, teachers also, but I'm focused on this kid thing, man, because we know they can't they can't defend themselves. And um, and it's sad, man. Like, it's very sad that you can drop your kids off at school at 10 years old and uh, can get a phone call and say your 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 kid and died and got got killed, man. Like, like, like. Man, that's like take it. Dude, I can't even describe. Describe if, if if I got a phone call like that, bro. You know what I mean? On, yeah. I, I, on just like on a on a real deal, man. Like we told, I did dropped see, my kid out of school, bro. Yeah. Did you see the? Uh, did you see the? Um, because in that same light, because I don't want to stop what you're saying mm-hmm. in that uh, vibe that you on. But did you see the email that went out? Mm-mm. Um, to the parents, the message that so the message pretty much was like this: It's an active shooter. Police are on a scene. Um, and then it was like a, please don't come, you know, message, you know, um, something like that. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing the hell out of it, yeah. but it was like active shooter police are here. Please don't come. Imagine getting that message, you know, and that's probably protocol, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, more people come just to create yeah. the crazier the scenario gets, yeah. but it's like. I wouldn't be able to not come after you tell me yeah. it's a shooter at the school that my kid is at. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. You know? So so I'm listening, but yeah. that, that that's just in the same light as what yeah. you're saying. Most like definitely. how you Most dropping yeah. you dropping your children off to school, and I'm guessing like you're expecting safety. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um and and another thing, man, when the when the the police chief or whoever was talking. He said he wasn't on the scene, but he was trying to like he was trying to like think about the scenario on how it happened. And uh, they painted it. They 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 um, let me see. They put him in a corner. They was asking him questions and he got pretty much cornered in these questions they was asking, man. And he kept having to mm-hmm. refer back to, OK, I wasn't on the scene. You know what I mean? So he was trying to push it that way. But one of the, the one of the things that they kept like like asking was. Um, the fact that how long it took for them to get inside the the school and mm-hmm. and he kept going back to he was trying to find like the the guy that was in charge was I guess he was trying to follow I don't know if he was following protocol I don't know if he was following he was trying to find he thought that waiting was the 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 answer um to find a better way to get in a better way to do this but the guy also said in the same sentence, he said, it's an active shooter, though. It don't take anybody can be a leader out there when you got an active shooter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we need to get in there and handle it a bit. Like, he, I guess at first he said somebody, they thought he was barricaded somewhere. But I heard it was cops going in and getting their kids out. Man, I heard that too, bro. That was so disturbing. I, I, I didn't even want to bring that up because I, I don't, dude, if, if that's true, man, I heard the same thing. 
right? But yeah. that's gotta be they, crazy if that's true, bro. Yeah, and a lot of my information is like secondhand stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I heard it was cops going in, yeah. getting their kids yeah. out. I, I right? seen it on when I I seen people posting that on, on Facebook yeah. and on, on social media. So I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, that can't be true. Man, ain't no way a cop can go in there and freaking get their own kid. And you know, that's that's crazy. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and that, I heard I heard so much about it. Like, uh, but I, I want to go to like when I first first like heard about it. Yeah. Right? Um, and and, and kind of start there, because um, when I first heard about it, it was a, uh, it was like another, you know, I'm like a shooter, Texas, um, and then I saw the shooter's name, and I still didn't know much about it, like Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas, and all of that. I didn't know the area mm-hmm. who would live there, who the victims could be, what type of school it was, nothing like that. I just uh, saw it. And I'm just, and then I read that it was like a border patrol um, agent that killed you know, the shooter, um, from what I read, I don't, um, um, is that, is that what happened? Uh, I think so. I think it is, is a border, border patrol. Yeah. It was like a border patrol. So, and I, I've, I've met a border patrol agent and those, those dudes don't mess around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know if something's going to happen, you know, it's going to happen like, you know, like that. But then I saw, it was like, when I initially saw everything, it said like 13 children and like a teacher was uh, yeah. shot. And were, were killed, and now as of today, it's saying nineteen children and two and two uh, teachers. Yeah. So I do, I want to start out first sending prayers to the families of everybody involved in that whole story and that heartbreaking whole story. Like that's just, in my opinion, those things should not happen. You know what I'm saying? They just should not happen. Um. And that's the first part, right? It's just, it's tragic. It's, it's just tragic, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you don't prepare to like, you, you don't think about sending your kids, you know, to school and like, you have to be worried about their safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you also don't think about, I don't think a parent like considers sending their kids to school that's like outfitted for a war zone either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think a lot of parents, like the the schools I went to growing up, they had metal detectors, they had armed guards. um, But I mean, we walked in the door and put our book bag through the metal detector. Yeah. Like they was making sure we didn't have um, weapons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know that, you know, Columbine happened and a lot of things like that happened that would have, you know, NTAs at a higher kind of threat, like, kind of visibility level. But I mean, they it never felt like the safety precautions were for somebody outside of the school when I went to school. It always felt like for us, the safety precautions was for us, yeah. you know, growing up in Philly, going to school in that uh, community. But um, so now we get all of these, like all of this commentary, right? Even like I'm seeing like things where they saying his mom is publicly like, you know, saying things like don't judge my son and, and you know, stuff like that, where it's like, yo, we like it's just be quiet right now. Just be quiet. Yeah. Like we know how a parent might feel about their kid. It's not the time. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's my thoughts about anybody that be that's talking when it ain't the time to talk. Yeah. Like, for instance, like you saying you saw something, a press conference with the cops. Right. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, as a cop. You know, I guess you have to talk in this um, scenario, yeah. right? But me personally, I'm not really trying to hear that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't have, 
I never expressed any issues with cops or ever like, you know, wanted to do anything like defund them or anything like that. But it's like, like if, if me, if, if we out, right. And we get into like a, a fight, right. We get into like a scrap and you don't do nothing. Right. And it's more than one person and they like pulverize me. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't really do nothing. I don't really want to hear you recap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even if we vibe out, even if we go somewhere after, like we go get sandwiches and drinks after, I don't want you to say anything about the fight if you ain't do nothing. <laughs> like, if you ain't do nothing and you watch me get my ass whooped for four minutes, because fights don't last that long. A four-minute fight, it's a that, long fight. That, that's, that's a long time. Yeah. But you watch me get my ass whooped for about a minute and a half and you didn't do anything, I'm not, I'm not listening to you. You could talk to you blue in the face. Mm-hmm. My, my, my reaction ain't going to... I'm going to be looking with the straight face like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know, drinking... Yeah. Because whatever you're saying, like, I don't care, you know? So when I first read the story, now, you know, getting back to, like, seeing the story with a cop, where it's like the cops were there, and then it was like a Border Patrol. My my first initial thought before I even, like, was able to dive more into the story, and I haven't really been because I've been kind of busy, but it was like, like, the cops didn't do anything? Yeah. You know, that was my thought. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like, the cops? Like, I know they outfitted to go against, like, a shooter. You know? So it's like, did they think that the shooter was a child as well? Like, what did they think? Like, you know, but it's so much stuff coming out where it was like, you know, finding out that it was like a 40-minute period between a cop shooting a security guard. And then I'm hearing, like, like an hour for for certain things. Like, I'm hearing, like, one, like I, I heard a story about one of the girls, uh, putting blood on herself so she could look dead. And she said she was laying around for an hour. Um, I'm hearing that parents were outside, like, tr- like kind of game planning to like barge in or whatever. And I mean, I, I'm a, if I'm a parent, like, let's say we got kids that go to safe school, right, David? I'm hey Damon. <laughs> Let's go. Let's bring our guns. <laughs> like, like it ain't. We ain't gonna do too much game planning, right? And that's not on the parent. I'm. Mean, that's not on the parents at all, right? Because it's a crazy situation scenario. But yo, let's bring our weapons as well, right? Because I see a lot of people saying that too. Oh yeah, gun rights. You know, like let's you know let's support guns to kind of be able to defend against people like this. It's about 45 of us, 80 of us. We all got guns. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. Well, definitely no game Get our planning. kids out. Yeah, yeah. Planning. Let's go get our kids but out. You, you know, know what, bro? I mean? You you bring up another point, though, man. Like, about the, the cops and, and the time they there and all that stuff, man. Like, so, I don't know if you you know, like, in the beginning of the story, bro. Like, he was, I think he he mistakenly came up on the school. He was at a yeah, funeral yeah, yeah, home. That. You know what I'm saying? It was like a funeral home or something across the street, I Where guess, he, he was shooting at. You are shooting at it somewhere over there, then you end up at the school. So where the hell is the cops at doing all this well, time? He shot his he shot his grandma and first. shot his yeah. Then he drove to the then he drove yes and he crashed, crashed into his the car yeah home or whatever, and then he went to the school yeah you know and then I'm hearing about the door being like a jar and things like that. To me, like. None of that stuff, you know, like when we doing all these deep dives and we learning things and stuff like that, um, to me, none of that stuff really like has the impact that like the simple fact that we had a shooter going to a school and kill over at this point, I'll say over 15. We know it's 19, but over 15 children. Yeah. You know, um, so but it's 19 and we got a, adults there, too. Like, yeah. I don't care if a teacher left the door open. 
I don't care if this kid got bullied um, growing up. I'm going to just be honest. You know, I don't I don't care about none of that. And I have a soft spot in my heart for kids that get bullied and stuff like that. But I don't care about none of that. You know what I mean? Where I grew up, we grew up in uh, uh, I was talking to my wife. We grew up in like a, a neighborhood that was like kind of like gang gang condition. Right. Meaning that when we went to school, it like since it was on like 16th Street and I'm talking about middle school. I ain't even talk about high school. Yeah. When we went to school, it was on 16th Street. And um, you would have like, you know, in Philly, like it's not like gangs like Blood and Crip. It's, it's like the neighborhoods. Right. So you got like 26th Street, 27th Street, 31st Street, 20th Street, 21st Street. Yeah. Like it's different, you know, and if you're yeah. from the projects, if you, if you from the projects, then it's your project, right? So like Tasker projects, Wilson projects, stuff like that. So when we went to school on 16th street, that meant that like, then that was all kids from the neighborhood from 31st street down to 16th street and even, you know, more forward, but really don't not really count after broad street. Right. But, um, so uh, it's like a melting pot of all these kids from all these neighborhoods. But when you leave school, bro, like elementary school now, and I'm talking when when we left school, I mean, middle school, when we left school, it's different pockets, patches of people on the corners from different neighborhoods. So kind of like the welcome wagon for like the person from their neighborhood. Like, so you from 21st Street, it's like 10 to 12 people from 21st Street outside. You know, mm-hmm. so make making sure that when you, you know, and I never really realized this till I'm so much older. Yeah. Just that conditioning. Right. Because they were like that was safe passage for the kid from 21st Street to get back to like wherever he needed to go. Mm-hmm. That was like safe pack. It's safe passage. The same thing as 31st Street. Uh, the same thing as 27th Street. Like all the little neighborhood blocks was like there. You know, us like my, me personally, I wasn't a part of any of that. You know, me and my, my mom moved us from like other places like we didn't come from South Philly so we wasn't like bred into like that like lifestyle so I didn't have a group of people that I could just go to yeah. or whatever right but I, I say all that to say this when you don't have a group of people that you could just go to you're going to be subject at sometimes especially in this neighborhood to to being bothered you know what I'm saying um, I'm not necessarily going to say bully. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's like, whereas like you can't walk the halls and school and stuff happening, but like to being bothered, you know what I'm saying? And it could border being bullied. You know what I mean? It's, if, especially if you're not, it's like any kind of gang mentality. If you don't claim a gang, it's people that want you to claim it. And then it's, you know, and then it's like, if your neighborhood is a gang and people don't know that you're not a part of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> they going to target you there too. Like, oh, yeah. you from... 27th Street, and you're like, yeah, I'm from 27th Street. And Philly is a little different because it's not like, yeah, I, I'm a blood or I'm a Hoover Crip. No, I am from 27th Street. I am. All right, well, let's, yo, still off on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, it's like 16 dudes. Yo, still off on him. He from 27th Street. Yeah. But it's not like, f- f- for me, it's not like it's going to get back to the dudes on 27th Street and it's going to be, uh, 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 you know, we going to go to war with y'all because I'm not really friends with these, like the whole entire, you know, neighborhood as well. I had friends, of course, but it just never was a, like a gang mentality. But I say all that to say that that never led, you know, people and where where we were from, to, like, like that still wouldn't have justified like shooting up a school. You know what I'm saying? That still wouldn't have justified that. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, it wasn't even his school. That was an elementary school, elementary, man. Elementary, bro. You know, and I'm just thinking about like, it's like helpless 
yeah, mostly harmless young kids in there, man. Yeah. And, 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 and I and I'm hearing that they couldn't even like some of these kids couldn't even be like identified like because of the kind of weapon. So they had to do like DNA swabs because mm. this weapon is literally and I, I wish we would have gave a trigger warning. But here it is. Trigger warning for everybody. That's even a bad thing to say. Right. Trigger warning. Yeah. But uh, for anybody sensitive to th- this kind of information, like, please, please, please uh, just fast forward or skip. We will get back to like the normal kind of funny stuff. I'm sorry that it's a late one. But um. They saying that like this weapon was like literally like tearing these kids apart, yeah. like to where you can't even like make them out or yeah. whatever. These are really small kids. And then close like, distance too, man. Like he right up in the classroom on a man. So yeah, he like locked the door or something, right? Yeah. It's That's horrible, man. horrible, bro. And I heard that they was calling the cops. I heard the kids yes. was calling the cops. Yes. Nine one one. Yeah. I don't understand, man. I understand. Then I heard a story that the cops was telling the kids if you're in there to yell or something, and then he was shooting the kids that was yelling. Like it was what? just a whole oh confusing. Yeah, it's just a whole confusing um, scenario. Yeah, that should never happen. Th- this type of thing should never ever happen. Like, yeah. um, and, and I'm not. Yeah, what's up? I'm not. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not. The guy to come talk to and what should we do now and all this stuff and, yeah. and all this. I'm here to tell you something has to be done, though, man. Like some has to be done. And, and I'm a, and look, trust me, they didn't hear. We, you guys didn't heard us say a million times and talk about mental health and all this type of stuff. The day ain't that day. Right. I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, like we talking about 10 years, 10 year old kids, man. Like, I know a lot of people dealing with a lot of things. I know mental health is big and huge and really haven't came out and said anything about mental health on this yet anyway. But I'm, assume, I'm assuming it's coming. No, it's, oh, it's, it's out. Some okay, stuff you can talk yeah, about it. Okay. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm here to tell you, man, I'm, that's 19 kids, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, sick. 19 kids, man. So, what, 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 what about guns, though? What's your, what's your take on guns? Mine is a little, might be unique because it's not, they it, it don't lean to any side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My take on guns don't lean to like any side. However, the type of gun, right? It's like an AR-15 or something like yeah. that. Like, what's the, what do we need that? Like, what do we need that yeah. for? Like, uh, it's civilians. nothing that I can think of that we're using a AR-15 for in your I house. I can think of one thing. I can think of one yeah. thing. And that's to protect yourself against like other people with AR-15s. Yeah. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? When you're like, fighting like, mo- <laughs> look, I'm going to be honest with you, man, that any of those semi-automatic, is, is I'm thinking of right, semi-automatic, like machine gun type guns, whatever, they can shoot multiple freaking times and all that type of stuff. Like, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we, it's no, no room for none of that, man, to tell you the truth. Like what, why we need that in a house to protect ourselves? You get you a nine, you get you a three eighty, you get you whatever. I'm I'm yeah. I'm good. But we talking about those type of weapons, man. I don't know why. I mean, and I know people fascinated with that stuff, man. I know people love guns and love blah 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 and all this type of stuff. But right now, it is too much shit happening. It's too much shit happening right now for mm-hmm. for for uh to or to have those type of weapons now, man. Like, yeah. like, like, and, and, and go ahead, go ahead. And I know, I, I know the type of gun is not going to stop like the crazy person from making a decision to do something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's something that's like that they shouldn't do, right? I know that. 
right? You know, whether it be an AR-15, a 9 mil Glock, whatever, like, I don't believe that, like, if somebody intends to do something, that something going to stop them from doing something, yeah. whether it's illegal. And even if that means them acquiring an AR-15 from somewhere, black, like, black market type stuff, whatever, right? But it's like, they super easy to get, like, right now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this dude, I think this dude was a felon, right? His grand, his grandpa said he was a felon, so he couldn't even get a car or drive a car, but he was able to get a gun and ammo, like yeah. in this kind of gun. Like, I, I, me personally, I don't get it. I know it's some people that's like super duper gun advocate, yeah. uh, like gun rights advocate. And I, I don't, like I said, I think you should, I think we should have guns and be able to protect ourselves from like criminals and stuff like that. But my own thought is like the only reason why you would need like an AR-15 would be to protect yourself against somebody else with a like with an AR-15. Yeah. It's no other like in my thought process, there's no other reason. Like yeah. that's like a Call of Duty, like we like at war, like weapon. Yeah. Like this it's, and then he was like, 18 too, man. Like you got a weapon, yeah. like you went and bought a weapon like that at 18 years old. I mean, good gracious alive, man. Yeah, we don't do and and then that's another thing. Like normally, like we don't do like mostly everything else is like you know, steps to things depending on your age, right? Like if you want to do like, if you want to ride a bike, for instance, like you start out with training wheels. If you want to do something, it's like starter things, right? Mm -hmm. But like with the gun, you could just go straight to the AR-15. Like it's not like, hey, look, before you, before you get an AR-15, let's start you out with a nice, you know, uh, 22 let's start like like yeah. and then like you know if you can show us that you could be responsible for a couple of years with this and this 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 and that's still me not understanding why we why we got people having ar-15s anyway yeah you know i'm on yeah saying? man and I'm, I'm with you man i'm not on either side of the, the gun laws and things like that don't know that much about it you know what i mean to tell you the truth um but i have been looking into to uh give myself um, a gun like at the house. I have been looking into that though, um, but it won't be nothing like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's go. It's, it's like a, a, a maybe, maybe a nine, maybe a, something like that, maybe a revolver. I don't know, but I have been looking into it. But I just, I just don't know, man. Like, like really, if, if I just don't know what is the like protocols i guess i look up i'm i'm gonna most definitely do some more research on it. the protocols on, on is it that easy obviously it is that easy because of the 18 yeah. and he, he you know uh and it went in and, and bought guns and ammo so but with that being said man why that's that's the only thing i i, I like to get answered though man like why um is it that easy like yeah. why is it that easy to go out and get a weapon like and and is it registered? Is I'm sure it is like like registered. Don't you have to have some type of concealed weapon license and conceal? Yeah, yeah all type of stuff conceal. like this. I'm assuming you got to have. Um, but yeah, can't say. But but when you're doing all that, like like I said again, man, when people have intentions to harm and do danger and commit crime, they don't. And I know that you know, and that's the biggest argument with like a lot of the gun rights activists. Like it's like why well, get rid of guns when the criminals still gonna you know still gonna get them. And when people make up in their mind to do things, the laws don't really matter because they decide to break the law. You know, especially some of these people that decide to commit suicide after they kill yeah. a bunch of people or whatever. They don't care. Hey, I agree with all that. I agree with all that. But that don't mean I'm going to make it easy for them to get it, though. 
Right, right. You know what I mean, that's the only thing. You're right. A, a crazy person, they go, who knows? They're going to do it. But yeah, we ain't going to make it easy. Yeah, it shouldn't be yeah. It shouldn't be easy. You know, and then, you know, even with like being able to monitor tweets and everything else that like we see in, in the high, in hindsight about like people saying, my mom was talking to me. She was like, it's like, you know, a lot of times when these things happen, you start to see a lot of people come out the woodwork like, yeah, he was disturbed. You know, this happened or that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and I even heard a story saying that he really wasn't like being bullied. He was a bully. It just wasn't like effective. So he, you know, started, you know, take getting upset that his bullying wasn't really doing the job. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, you know, it's people coming out the woodwork like, yo, he said he was going to do this. He did that. It's like some always like red flags about like always a lot of like a lot of these people like way before, you know, the thing happened, you know, and you don't want to I get the I get the struggle with that, too, because it's not minority report. So you don't want to find somebody guilty of like a crime before they even have a chance to commit it. But it's just a it's just a real complicated, you know, situation. You know what yeah. I mean? It's super complicated. And I really don't know. Um, I don't have answers and I don't, you know, it's not my job to. I know a lot of people get it like, oh, it's simple. It's a simple fix. It's all I know is I don't want to ever have to hear about a school being shot up and young children who who are the future of our world, like like leaving this earth before they have a chance to be impactful here on this earth. Um, we've heard way too many of them. I, I saw somebody on Facebook, a friend of mine, like asked the question, like, yo, do, um, you know, do we tell our kids or do we not tell our kids? You know, yeah. and that's a hard pull, you know, because I'm a, I'm normally super transparent and believe like kids should, you know, have a bunch of information, like maybe that isn't, that's even outside the scope of their age. But I don't I wouldn't know in this, you know situation if i would want to tell my 10 year old kid well you on you know, i mean the, the truth is my my son my daughter everybody they come to me with this stuff man they gonna know they know anyway, right they, got phone, the yeah, they know before i know a lot of times yeah yeah because of social media and yeah. stuff like that but i guess the last piece about that that i remember was like one of the victims i think it was a teacher her husband like he had a heart attack like like two days after or something like that. He died. Yeah. So she passed and then he passed and they had like four kids, but she passed and he passed and they said, and then, you know, they had like four kids, but I mean, sad. it's yeah. And I mean, and then let's go, let's rewind a little bit to like, what, like a week before that, or a week and a half before that, the Buffalo shooting. Targeting, targeting, uh, research, you know what it was like 11 of 13 african-american you know what i mean so so um and and the stuff i heard on that was you know like no shit like research went to that location to you know to kill certain people black people yeah to kill black people like he went to kill black people wow man like what are we going to kill black people yeah man I, i just don't know i just don't know man I just don't know what yeah. type of of uh, why are we thinking like that in 2022, man? Like, why are we going somewhere and targeting a certain race in 2022? Yeah, and then it's not, it's not, it's not like the it's not the 77 year old man, you know? It's the young adult yes. doing it. Like, so it's like it's not like the old thoughts, you know? It's yeah. a young adult 18. with these thoughts. Yeah, 18. 18 years like old. Like that's a young 
adult. That's still teen, still yeah. teen years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where that so hate like, come from, bro? Eighteen years old. What? Where did that hate come from? Yeah, that's and normally, normally I try my best to like, like find like reasons that it wasn't like race related, like. All right, well, you know, how could this happen this way? How could this just to kind of logic myself into like the way somebody else might think? But this ain't that. <laughs> this ain't that. Like this was racially charged, racially motivated. He was trying to eliminate as many black people that he could. Yeah. And he drove what 200 miles to do this? Yes. Yes. That's crazy. Thinkless. Think I mean, I, I can't even. I came just another one of those things, man. Where you could see in there that you're right, though. It wasn't he wasn't he wasn't it wasn't older people, younger people. It's like any black person that he could see, he was trying to kill him, bro. Yeah, that's does not make any type of sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and rest in peace to all of them and their yeah. families as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it was like we just was mourning all of these black people. Yeah, man. Then a week, a week and a half later, or something like that. It's it's even like you know, for most of America, it's even worse. It's a bunch of kids now. Yeah. Do you think you, know you think it's a possibility that like like now this stuff is happening so much right now, man? Like people trying to like a copycat thing, like or something. I don't know. You see it online, so I don't know, man. Like like this stuff know. is happening a lot now, bro. Like all yeah, the shooting, like know. what we. It, I don't know exactly, but I, every time I look at my phone, I'm seeing like shooting, like two people died or one person died or, but it's shootings. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be more like if one person got shot there at, at some place, it could have been multiple. It could have been, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, 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 I don't know, man, it's happening a lot. Yeah, it's like all the time. I, I try my best to stay away from the news. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and then it's like, that's like. It's hard to escape some of this stuff. I try my mm-hmm. best to stay away from the news, man. And this stuff is just like in our face, like yeah. everywhere we go, especially with the news being centralized now. Like everything, if you go on Facebook, you're going to see everything. You go on Instagram, you're going to see everything. So it's like you can't even really stay away from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? All these news um, damn websites, though, they charging you to look at like you got to become Hell a member yeah. now just to look at every website, man. Hell but you're killing me, man. You write about that shit. Yeah. It lets you read a little bit too. It lets you read a little yeah. bit. You click on it. You got. Yeah, then you can't. Yeah, yeah. If you want to. Yeah, that's it's, that's sick, man. But I don't want to. I didn't want to um, dance. You know, um, around that topic either about the Buffalo sh- shooting. I know it's older and stuff like that, and we haven't recorded in a while. But I, I, again, uh, rest in peace to all of them. Yes. Uh, everybody who passed in a Buffalo shooting, and then rest in peace as well to all of the kids who passed in the Texas uh, shooting. And rest in peace to my guy, Ray Liotta. Henry Hill, man. Good fellas, man. Yeah, man. That's my, man. Ray Liotta's my guy, man. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I like him in everything. A marriage story he played in. He even played in this one 50 Cent movie where 50 had to lose like 60 pounds or something or whatever. But Ray Liotta did great in that movie too. Like he, and he always like, you know, he not coming with like an accent. You know, he wasn't coming with the accent. He wasn't doing the, I, I had to lose 60 pounds for this role or like the makeup. He's just Ray Liotta, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know, yeah, he's just Ray Liotta, man. You know, and uh, I, I like actors like that, like that, like they don't really got to do much. Like, you yeah. know, as far as like, you're not looking for them to like, like 
have to change nothing about who they are. Like I, I saw this Elvis, uh, the Elvis preview and Tom Hanks, like, you know, Tom Hanks looked like a whole different person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no neck, like he just, you know, he go crazy in that role, but it's like, that's the weight that like has been placed on like Tom Hanks. I mean, you played in Philadelphia, you played in Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan. Like that's the weight that's been placed on you. But for like Ray Liotta, it's like, yo, we want Ray Liotta in this movie. You know, it's we like, know hey, we gonna get. We know we gonna get. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, what? What you need me to do? Hey, yeah. just be Ray Liotta That's and just it. act. Just yeah. act, man. We'll need you to, yeah. you know. And that, like, I always felt like that about like Bruce Willis too. Yeah, like those like those actors, the Ray Liotas, the Bruce Willises, and stuff like that. But and I want to also Tom Cruise. But before I we even talk anything about Tom Cruise. What about this Fort Hood story? Uh, have you heard anything about this story? <clears throat> well, Fort Hood story. Yeah, the guy I saw um a little bit about it, man, about um the girl reaching out and, you know, like being harassed and and and, and, the, and the thing about the whole story well, when she said on there, she I guess she posted on I think it was on Facebook and she posted about, you know, if I died, you know what I'm saying, I didn't kill myself. And and you know, yeah. paraphrasing it, but you know what I mean? That's 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 deep right there, man. And you know, Fort Hood um already has some, you know, some baggage. Yeah, especially I would say, you yeah, know, I mean? all the stuff that yeah. happened there. But I wanna but I do do wanna I, I was reading her story, man, and a little bit about her story, and I came I kept reading a little bit further down, man, and and I know we we brought up Fort Hood before. We have talked a little bit about it already, but I wanna just Yeah, Vanessa Guillen yeah. and stuff like that. Yes. But I want to bring up a couple of things that I, that stood out to me <laughs> again, man. Like two dozen people done died in the last two years. What the mm. fuck? You know what I mean? Like uh 2020 alone, um 39 soldiers was either dead or missing in 2020. In Fort Hood. In Fort Hood. What the fuck? Uh-huh. What's going on in Fort Hood, man? Like I, I, I yeah. like like what? Like <laughs> Let's time to shut that base down. I, I don't. I mean, I don't understand. Like, like missing. What you mean missing? Mm-hmm. If that's my child, you need to explain what missing mean to me. I need to understand what it what that mean. Now, suicide and things like that. I know. Okay, this happened. What missing? Yeah. How how is my child missing on your base? Yeah. You know what I mean, with no, with no, with no nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing. Like, are they pronounced dead? Yeah. Are they pronounced? Are we saying they they no longer here? Or what? What you guys are saying? I mean, I, I can't, I can't think about being a mother or a father and 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 somebody from Fort Hood with the reputation they have will call me and say my child missing. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, no, you guys have killed my child. <laughs> Shit, I about me? I'm, what's going on, man? Like, what's up? Yeah. And then what's the efforts to like, you know, well, I mean, we, you know, we get, we get deserters and we get people that go UA mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like, when, like, what's the efforts to like find, like, what's the efforts to at least search for hood? You know what I mean? Like, cause I mean, if we were underway and we lost a cell or something like that, I mean, we going to be out there for like three days or more trying to make sure that we looking for the seller, you know, out at sea. Yeah. Uh, I know we're going to be there longer than a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm thinking three days. I, I, I've been on ships where we was out there for three days um, trying to find, you know, a seller that was lost at sea. 
Um, so it's like my thoughts, like, what's the efforts? Like, what we doing? We got the search party out there. We got, you know, what we got, especially some of these uh, people that's just like, you know, unprovoked stuff. But I mean, we do have deserters and stuff like that. But it's like, is your initial kind of consideration a deserter? Because I mean, just me being a chief, I'm thinking about what happens if I have a seller that don't show up to quarters. I'm thinking about like everything that I do yeah. myself before getting anybody else involved, right? Because that's what we do, right? If you get a seller that don't show up or something like that, that's running late. Yeah, first initial thought is like, yo, let me try to figure this out before I go to the chain of command. You know what I mean? And that, that's my first initial thought. Like, let me get as many answers as I could get. And it's not like I'm trying to keep it from the chain of command. But when I go to the chain of command, I don't want to go to the chain of command with some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, let me figure everything out. Let me call the hospitals. Let me call the police stations. Uh, if we have to send somebody to this person's house, let's send somebody yeah. to this person's house. So that's all my efforts alone yeah. before it, 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 ever... <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. You thinking it, how you thinking about it right now, man? Is because we talking about our efforts. That that's what you going to do, right? Your LPO didn't put some effort in probably before he even told you that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like right. everybody's put so many effort. In, you know, the effort is, is is in, man, to t- try to figure this out. Um, yeah, like because time ain't time ain't really on the side of nobody yes. when you got somebody missing. And I, I I recently had a seller who was like just overslept or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like we found, we like we found like her boyfriend's friend, you know, like, hey, what's his number? And then like got the boyfriend number and, you know, they wound up being together, sleep or whatever. But, you know, he's like, yo, she here, she right next to me sleep. And I'm like, yo, that's not enough. I need to, her to say it like we need to hear her say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need the boyfriend saying that, you know, and that's just just the way that I think. You yeah. know what I mean? Some people might, yo, the boyfriend said they good. Like, because it was like a day off for her anyway or something like that. Telework day or something like that. But we needed her to muster. Yeah. Um, plus, when you telework, you should be working anyway. But, <laughs> the boy, you know, it's like, yo, she overslept, Thanks. you know, and I'm like, yo, and, and I'm like, yo, no, I mean, no harm like in solace from this. But I need to hear her say it like I need to hear her voice say that I don't need a text from her phone. I don't need a text from your phone. I need to hear my seller say that she is good to go or whatever like that, you know? Yeah. And I don't think like some people might not approach it in that regard. Cause it's like, all right, after we do all our efforts, what they doing to find these, you know, sellers in, in Fort Hood yeah. or whatever. That's what I like to know too, man. Like what is really going on? Um, I didn't think I hope I, I wasn't never thinking we'll be talking about Fort Hood again, especially in the same light. Um, but we might be talking about it again, man, because that's another thing. I, I put an asterisk by something, man. I put an asterisk by. I'm like, maybe try to find a little bit more. Like, what is really going on? You know what I mean? Like, in Fort Hood, man. Like, I know um, people have done, like, the news been out there and all that type of stuff. But I haven't read all those articles. It may be and- more to it, and I just don't know yet. So, before I get, like, too crazy, maybe they are doing something. You know what I mean? I what's, may not what's, know. What's the update with her? What's the update with her? You know? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I haven't got. I haven't heard anything yet. The only thing I heard was in the article. It's the one. I think the colonel or somebody said something about you know it's our like we gonna make sure she's you know protected and it's our job is to protect our soldiers and and her pretty much they say her though. Um, 
and make sure she's safe and all this stuff. So that's the last I heard yeah. seen. I ain't, uh, that's about it. Yeah, I see that. It says our number one priority is the safety and well-being of Sergeant Scott. Commanders had a responsibility to investigate all allegations made by any of their soldiers. We have a process and commanders will hold a soldier or a leader accountable if their behavior is found through due process to be short of Army standards. I mean, that's good to say and that's good to hear. Yeah. But like you said, some people are already triggered just because it's Fort Hood. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't, I don't what's up? Yeah. And then on, on top of that, though, like the stuff she was saying that people were doing, it's almost like it's the norm there, though. What, what is she saying? That's the part that I, I, I yeah, have I not, read. Like, so like, it was harassment. It was, it was like, I guess being sexual harassed. And then on one part, like, like in that article, it says some stuff like it was disturbing, man. Like she can use the bathroom and somebody's standing right outside the bathroom. You can see their feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys, like what? Why are you that close? Like what kind of environment that you in? You're not in no freaking wartime. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what type of environment you in that a female can go to the restroom and a male is right outside the door? Like right outside your stall. <laughs> what type yeah, of environment that know. is in Fort yeah. Hood, man? Like what, what the hell? Yeah. yeah, I don't even understand how that, you know, and I, I actually like to be transparent and she's not the first. Right. Yeah. But I reached out to her from the PTSF podcast account, uh, you know, and she's not the first person that I read, like that, not the first seller that I reached out to just to let them know, like, you know, just to let them know we care and um, just to see if they are in the care of people and stuff like that. But she didn't respond mm-hmm. unlike like some people probably won't especially seeing it me realizing especially probably seeing it from like a podcast like account but um the the thing with like like her and and that story um that's confusing to me again was like what you was just telling me like what happened like what's rooted in you know everything like yeah. that, but the other thing that's confusing to me is if I'm a leader, right? If I'm if I'm a leader and I have a seller alleging like a bunch of things about leadership, and they under you know my tutelage or my leadership, the first thing I want to do is get them to somewhere safe, like somewhere else. Then like like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. yo, go somewhere else. Like I remember my little cousin used to come over to my house. <laughs> and my mom would, uh, you know, my mom, my little cousin, she used to like to eat back in the day, like whatever she, you know, wanted to eat. And my mom's a little different about that, about what you're going to eat. Right. My mom like, uh, now nah, you're going to eat like this. You're going to eat like this. Cause my cousin was, you know, young, she's a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but she used to eat, you know, whatever she wanted, different stuff that might not have been like the three course healthy, you know, meal that my mom was trying to, you know, put, you know, put on her. Um, so she would call back home complaining like, yo, you know, um, I'm over here. I'm, I'm Brenda, whatever, but you know, all this stuff. Uh, that might be the first time I said my mom's name on here, but it's just like, yo, I'm over here. I, I don't want to be here. I want to go, um, you know, and she was very young, but so my mom, her, my mom thing was like, yo, go <laughs> like, 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 if you don't want to be here, this messing you up, go. I'm not going to force you to stay here or mm-hmm. whatever like that. Go, you know, and that's my thought process. Like, like with Fort Hood or whatever, like, it's like, what are like, are y'all like, what are we doing? Like we proving a point with her? Like, yeah. like if she's saying like, let's get her somewhere where she feels safe and continue to do whatever it is that we're doing. 
Yeah. You know, and I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, let me show, I don't I'm going to read you one of the little quotes, man, that, that she said on here. She said, instead, after sending out this email as a cry for help after 11 months of fighting this corrupt system and leadership, you had me hawked down like a criminal arrested and harassed. She said, yeah. she said I, I that, couldn't though. even use the bathroom without someone standing inside of uh, my room or outside my uh, bathroom. So she's being yeah. harassed. Uh, so but for what? What happened 11 months ago? That's the thing yeah. that I'm like, that's the thing that I don't know yet. Yeah. Like what happened? Like what's this rooted in? Like, is this, was this mental health related? Was this sexual yeah. assault related? She spoke about having a victim advocate. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I just don't details. know. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I just, it just came out of nowhere that she's being harassed. And then I saw it on like a bunch of, uh, like sites, like, uh, Sites that's normally for like entertainment news and stuff like that. So they started picking it up, uh, the shade room. And I saw like GoFundMe stuff for money. She said, you know, I think she's saying she need a lawyer. So it's a lot of stuff like that. But I, I just, you know, and that, that that doesn't change anything. But it's like, I was just wondering, like, what what's what's going on? Like, how did this yeah. start? Like, you know what I mean? Um, but I, and I, I guess whoever knows it, knows it. You yeah. know what I mean? Whoever knows it, knows it. Um, but yeah. for any any seller out there that needs support, any seller out there that um, you know needs some help, or any soldier, any service member, period, that's in danger or needs something like that, we need to make sure we're taking care of those people. And I hope at this point she's been, you know, yeah, being taken, taken care, care of. of. And uh, and, and and then you know, for everybody out there, man, that's this story. People, it's always stories out there about everything, and some of them true, some of them not true, and we all know that. But I'm here to tell you this. If any soldier say anything and say they're at Fort Hood from the reputation Fort Hood have, that's why it's getting more attention than anything. It's Fort Hood. People yeah. have died. People are missing, blah, blah, blah. So to Fort Hood, do better. <laughs> yeah. Do better. Yeah, please. So <laughs> I'm not going to get into this too much, uh, but I, I guess the CNO got rid of like the woke books from the, um, the reading list. Um, you know, or whatever. So it was a couple books in that reading list uh, from the uh, from different, you know, different authors, and I guess they were uh, considered to be uh, like woke books. And I saw mm. that the CNO uh, got rid of those, um, and some of those books really didn't have anything to do with like the Navy. Um, do you think? Do you think? I got a question for it, man. I don't know, and I, and and and. First off, let me get this out the way. Woke, right? Mm-hmm. Woke is being being alert, man, for, to injustice and discrimination, you know, and all that stuff in our society. Being alert, being aware that this stuff is happening, blah, whatever. Okay, got it. So, do you think he rem- he removed those books, and then someone was like, "Those woke books," or do you think? It was removed and they said they was woke. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 No, no. No, I'm it, trying to figure it, out how it, it, it's woke haters. So woke to me then turned into like a derogatory, you know, term. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. woke woke used to seem like it was something where, you know, these the people that's fighting injustice with a boom. But now like woke to me seems like it's a, you know, derogatory term. Like yes. yeah, to where did where that come from too though? I'm trying to figure that out too, man. Like where that come from? Like now I heard a I heard a a, a person was talking one day and I'm I'm over here and I'm like like and, and they'll use like, 
oh, he's one of those woke people or some shit like that. Like, yeah, what does yeah, that yeah. mean? Like, like, like what are you? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> he's one, yeah, he's one of them. Like, like it's like I was saying, he like he one of them killers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on, yeah, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it became derogatory. Like, I don't yeah. even really know what it means. I don't, I don't, you know, say it or whatever like that. But I, I mean, I know it got something to do with things that seem to be anti-racist at times. Yeah. Or, uh, and, and I know some of the books that they got rid of was like the anti-racism books or whatever. Um, and I've I've read a few of those books. Um you know, and I never, I never come away from those books with like anger against like, you know, people that's not black um, too much, yeah. you know, but you learn about like our, like our history that I don't think should be like hidden. You know what I mean? Um, especially knowing that, like I was, I was watching some other doc and it was saying like, you know, coming from like slaves, um, it got to like being a certain point where we can't trace our, like our roots too far back. You know, yeah. like my roots might literally go back like seven generations and then that's it. Like I cannot find out cause like they were like numbers at some point in time. So I can't mm-hmm. even really find out, you know, my roots. So to be able to know at least some of our story, even though some of it is rooted in like, a uh, very dark history of the country that we even chose to like, you know, fight for, um, or be willing to fight for, um, it's rewarding that for me, like just to know a little bit of my, you know, history, even though it's not history that I could get from my family, because again, your family, like I said, in the doc I was watching, it was like a 60 minutes doc where the dude had bought his, uh, the house that his ancestors were slaves in. He bought the plantation house for his family and they didn't know none of that. Like they found it all out after he bought it. They found out that their family was buried right outside, you know, but it's like Mm. in reading that, you know, after like the way their family worked was like after slavery, nobody talked about slavery. Like, you know, it's like, we're not going to talk about slavery. So the only history they knew came from, moms and whatever came after moms moms never talked about her mom and dad who were slaves you know so they they had none of that information their information started with moms so whatever happens after this this is our life this is our history you know and that's the same for most of us african americans like we can't go further we can't go past like the ships that were like you know, stuffed with like black bodies or whatever. We can't go past that. Like to yeah. like, you know, the the trading posts or where they used to sell us at. Like did we like our history, you know, so some of those books, like they about like the it was it was a book called like the complete history of like Af- being African American, whatever like that. Like so some of those books are like about like that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. all the way down. And then you know, they call it like anti-racist. And I know some people might be like, well, you know, anti-racist really mean racist, but no, these books, like in me reading the books, I never took away from the books. Like, yo, I hate, I'm on, I'm black for like, and against everybody else or whatever. I never, I never took that from those books. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, like I said, a lot of them didn't really have to do with the Navy per se. Um, they didn't have anything to do in the scope of the Navy, but also it's some Brene Brown books about leadership. That's not really in the scope of the Navy and a lot of leadership books to me sometimes don't even mesh with like 
like the Navy. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, yeah, you could yeah. go and take all your guys out and girls out on a retreat. And y'all, no, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> like, you know, know, like some of the exercises <laughs> and leadership that they give, even in those books, don't really work with the way the military, you know, is structured. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, when so, you said something, you, you said something earlier, man, about like when slavery was over, no one talked about slavery, right? And and my grandmother, man, was born in 1923, right? Mm-hmm. So meaning, what, what, what I'm getting at is, meaning she probably, like her parents grew up, if she, and, and my grandma, I'm assuming she had some, she knew something about that time back there. Then her parents, we told my grew up in Mississippi, so, but we never talked about it. That's what I'm getting at. Like, we never, yeah, like, right. really, like, talked about that stuff. Now I'm thinking back right now, man, I never, like, we never talked about that. Yeah, no. Nah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Not going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Not going to talk about it. Yeah. All right, so let's let's all right, let's 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 talk about us for a second, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get in let's get in us uh, we talked about the world. We haven't talked much about the navy yet. Um CNO got rid of woke books, okay? Um I don't necessarily get my reading uh <laughs> standards from the CNO's reading list. Uh Anyway, I look at it and I've read books from it, but I read books all the time. Um, so I'm not, that's not my sole source of where to go, uh, where to get my books from. Um, but uh, let's talk about us, man. Like, it, like it's a lot going on, man. You got a surprise visit. Like, what, what's up, man? What's going on? So, yeah, I sort of, I sort of got a kind of surprise visit. Oh, you right? knew you was the one that knew? I knew. Um, let me tell you, so let me tell you how it went down, man. Like, so my my daughter knew too, though. She, but she is like detectives on his ass, though, man. She yeah. freaking um, like he said he was coming home within this certain time period. So we just didn't know when. We knew it was mm-hmm. coming up, though. So I guess every day she was looking, she was looking at his location. Oh, mm, dang. Ain't that crazy, bro? Women, man. So she was looking at it. So on the phones, you know, on our phones, you know, all you do is look at it. So she knew she was in her room, knowing that he was, he was in California. Okay, so she knew. I knew already because. So that's why y'all ain't sound that surprised when he surprised (laughs) y'all. Yeah, because I saw the video. It was like y'all was like, hey. You dapped him up. Like, I was like, yeah, they not yeah, that but, surprised. But no, no, I already knew anyway because he hit me up and told me that. So the same day, he said, hey, I'm coming home on Thursday, blah, 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 at 830. So the whole day, I think he told me the day before, the whole day, I'm thinking I'm picking him up at 830. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I go to work that day, man. I didn't went out there. I didn't. I then went around and 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 they had a little golf thing got there on base. I'm playing around out there trying to buy time. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. I didn't want to come home and then go back out there. So I'm messing around. But so I hit him up around about three thirty, just to make sure. I said, "Hey, bro, it's eight thirty, right, man? Making sure you know my time is right and stuff." Yeah. He said, "Yeah." I said, "My friend picked me up at eight thirty. Yeah, he a grown man, dog. He don't need you to oh. come." Like, no, I got my ass out there. You say that shit in the beginning. Yeah, you trying to buy you time. Tell Your me whole day you is told, devoted yeah, on to being ready told, to pick him up. Dude, bro, I didn't get off like 11, 12 o'clock. But he never home, told man. you he needed you to get him, though. But he didn't. <laughs> Why are you yeah, telling me 8.30, though, bro? Wait, look, like, you, you know, he I, I got it. Like, I understand like, all that, coming. man. 
But hey, if you tell me eight thirty, you I'm thinking I'm picking your ass up at eight thirty. But it's so all he, good. We worked out. So yeah, so, so he, he, he surprised you. He su- well, he surprised you. Yeah, I suppose, came suppose, in, knocked right. in the door, all his little friends and stuff with him, whatever. Yeah. So oh yeah, yeah the man. squad with him. He had a squad. Squad was with him, bro. Squad dropped him off, and they stayed yo. like forty five minutes afterwards. I'm For like, real, get y'all asses out of yeah, here. Yeah, like yo, I'm trying to bond with my. But yeah. that used to, so that like, that used to be the move, like for me, like that used to be my go to, like you know. And this was a different time, you know. Locations wasn't on cell phones, but my sister don't care that much about me anyway, right? <laughs> but um, but she wasn't at the house anyway. But uh, the surprise in my mom move. That used to be the move, man. And it's like, it's a gamble because, yo, this is a bad neighborhood. This ain't the best neighborhood. So somebody <laughs> got to have a key. I don't want to just be out here in the uniform with the sea bag. So the first couple of times it was the uniform, you know, mom be crying. It's like a whole thing, yo. That used to be the, yo, I'm telling you, man, that used to be the go-to. It's crazy how when you get older, it's like, it's too much logistics. Like, I just can't do it. I need to, like, you know, I used to stay, I, I go to sleep on the couch, you know, surprising yeah. my mom. Uh, I go to sleep yeah. on like a little bunk bed. Now it's like, I'm older. I got a wife. We we need a hotel that has a complimentary breakfast in the morning. Like, it's just so much. <laughs> like, I, I'm not surprised. Now, you know, in uh, advance, advance, you know, in four months, I'm going to come, you know, but I remember that, man. I remember those days, man. The plane ticket, are driving normally it was me in a car uniforms i'm yeah. gonna go i'm gonna go to the neighborhood <laughs> yeah man i would go surprise vibes you know what i'm saying that's the move man and yeah it was good i mean yeah i tell you boy like that boy that boy man i'm I'm like crazy crazy you know proud of that boy man like him he's doing his own thing man like like you could tell, man. Even his demeanor, his his, his whole swag, his whole everything, and change, man. Yeah, bro. He looked like yeah. I yeah. was looking. I told Angelina, I'm like, yo, Mark looked like he grew up about six, yeah. seven years. Yeah, man. Whole demeanor different, man. Still in them video games though. Ain't nothing changes that shit. Yeah. Well, you got it's forty. <laughs> I'm in SCA. I'm in Senior Enlisted Academy, and and most of the people on my team pretty much said in there, like you know, free time, they play video games, you know, um, yeah. when, when the new chiefs went through the season last year, that's what most of them did. Like that was like their hobby. I don't do it a lot, but that was like that. So it's a lot of gamers. Um, yeah. You know, now. This, yeah. Different in this world. Times, it's a yeah. lot of gamers. Hey, so before we go too far into like ourselves, it is more like kind of like news that I want to get out the way. That's like not happy too happy, but it, this is an article from um, NBC News. It says the number of sailors who deserted the Navy more than doubled from 2019 to 2021, while desertions and other military branches dropped our state flat, pointing to a potential Navy-wide mental health crisis amid a spate of recent suicides, according to experts and federal statistics obtained by NBC News. Uh, among a fleet of more than 342,000 active sellers, there were 157 new deserters in 2021 compared to 63 in 2019 and 98 in 2020. Navy data shows the total number of deserters who were still at large in 2021 grew to 166 from 119 in 2019. Most of them were 25 and younger. So, uh, yeah, so that so that so that right there, you know what I mean? Like deserters. Um, we we actually um, experienced one. Um, you know, we had somebody leave and not come back. You know mm. what I mean on our, on our ship. Um, we had somebody just leave. You know, yeah. but um, it's a lot going on right now that we need to figure out. 
You know, it's a lot going on that we need to figure out. And it's a certain age group, you know what I'm saying, that we need to focus and figure it out with, you know? It said 25 and under. Yeah. I um I tell you this, man, is that I never looked at it like that, man, until I was looking at this article. I was looking at looking at a, some some of that news too, man, but like feeling trapped. You know, um in trapped in a contract. Yeah. I never like looked at it as that, right? You got a 17-year-old kid signing a contract to be in the military for six years, four years, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and I always looked at, you know what, I signed it, I got to honor my contract, blah, blah, blah. I did that. You know what I mean? That's what I did. And that's yeah. how I always looked at it. Um, but you know, is it a way we can we can we can write these contracts and Things don't. Everybody ain't meant for the military, man. Yeah, you know. Um, and we also we we it's built in us, the people. I'm gonna say us, meaning the lifers, that you sign that freaking contract. You know what I mean? Do your time and get out. You know. Yeah, I um, mean that, that that's honestly not built in me. But 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 well, we 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 disagree there. We we yeah we yeah, yeah, two, yeah. We, like, yeah yeah so I mean, so we we on two different sides of the spectrum, which is good. I don't mind being yeah, yeah. on the side of the spectrum. It's a lot of lifers, a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast and listen to me that won't agree with me on this. You know, they yeah, will yeah. agree with you, and yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But it's not built in. I don't. I don't not get somebody making a decision to get out before that contract expires if they realize that this is not it for them. Um, deserting? I don't know about that. You know, my mind is not there as far as like desertion. Oh, oh, oh. So say say what you said again about the the part about the getting out. What, if what I sign up for five years yeah, and yeah. in three years I'm like, yo, I don't want to do two more years of this shit. Then mm-hmm. I, I I'm not opposed to somebody f- finding out how to get out. Like, yeah. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to like it's like it's your life. Like 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 yeah. that's two years of your life, your sanity, yeah. your mental health. And a whole bunch of other stuff. If you realize that, if you come like, no, you signed a contract, you have to do this for two more years. I don't necessarily buy into that. I don't know a way to fix it. I don't know a way to, yeah. a, around it, the legitimate way. But I don't buy into like, yo, it's a this is a volunteer service. You volunteer to to come here, you know? Yeah. Um, is it like? But it's not. You know, you can't get out on your own, like kind of like a cord. I understand why we can't. I get everything. But what I'm just saying is in my own crazy, weird head of mine, I don't think somebody should ride out something just because they signed a contract. Um, it should be ways out of your contract. You know what I mean? If you can make that choice, like, oh, can I buy myself out? Can I do this? Can I do that? Like, I could... I'll get out. I'll get a job and give incremental payment to like give y'all the money back for these two years that, you know, I'm wasting yours, but I'm done with this. This is my life that I want to like. So that's my thing. And, you know, but and and the thing about it is, man, like like when I look at it like that and and I agree with you when when it comes to it should be ways to get out of the contract if you don't, you know, it ain't for you and all this stuff. But what I'm getting at is it's not. You know what I mean? It's not a way to do that. So when we talking to our sailors, we can't say, 
hey, you done three years. Let's figure out a way that you can get out of this because you don't want to do it no more. No, nope. we got to tell them, hey, you got two more years on your contract. You got to so finish that? those. You got to so, finish those two years. If so if it was what? a way I can tell them something differently, I would tell them something different. But I have no other thing to what tell that? them. Like, if mental health and all that's that's different, we'll send them over I there. I mean, and get what help. that mean for what that mean for their life though? Like, all right, Mark, for instance, and, and yeah. let Mark, let's say Mark's on a six year contract, and in three years, Mark, like, yo, I hate this shit. Like, yeah. I cannot do another day of this. Yeah, you as so his dad. That- you was his dad. You about to yeah. tell him like, no, 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 no. Contract, you gotta stay in it. See, that's what. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If we talking about mental health stuff, that's different because I don't have anything to do with. That. I'm gonna send you to get help, and then let those people make the decision to get you out of the navy and all that type of stuff. Which, which is a, which is a way it happened. It's happening for people. What I'm saying is, from a leader, when you say mental health to me, I, I have no. My hands are. What if it's not mental health, bro? Like, what if you realize that, yo, I want to go to college? Like, uh, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with my mental health. I don't want to do this. Well, ain't like, you could, but see, ain't nothing we can do about that. Mm-hmm. What can we do? We could tell them, <laughs> right now, it's no way they, they signed that contract. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at is, like, like, I would like to get them out and let them go to college, let them do this stuff. But, if you have no, like, it's just because, you mean, I, I have no way of right now getting them out of the Navy just because they want to get out. If that was the case, bro, we'll have nobody in in the first five years. In today's Navy, it's not shit. true. I don't think that's true. I don't think that we're targeting. I don't, I, it's a whole nother conversation. I don't yeah. think we're targeting. And that's why in that other podcast, I said the military should be generally comprised of like people that like is willing to um, kill yeah. and die for the country. Right. Um, people that's willing to accept that risk, that it's a chance that they could kill and die for the country. Um, I don't think that in my own personal thought, I don't know that we're targeting like the right demographic. Um, and I have another personal thought that like the military looks a complete different way if we were <laughs> like if we was targeting people that's willing to put their life on the line, like for our country and take somebody else's life, you know, if that was what was called for in that moment, I don't think the yep. military looks like it looks right now. Cause, and I asked a friend, some of this stuff I, I don't want to talk about on a podcast, but I asked a friend of mine and the, 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 and I was like, how do you think the military would look if we was recruiting the people that's willing to, and he was, he said how it would look. And I was like, yeah, like that's exactly, you know, how it would look. That's exactly the demographic that the military would have. I, I, I believe that or whatever like that, but you know, because I think if you are willing to kill and you are willing to die for our country, they two big decisions. Um, they mm-hmm. two very big decisions, you know? So I, and I think your motivations are different then. You know, so when you go somewhere and it's a person, you know, that you have a big issue with, you know, and, and this and this is not a hundred percent scope, you know, because things could change. But, you know, some of these things you're not that focused on because my main focus on is when it's time to kill for this country, I'm doing it. And when it's time to put my life on the line for this country, I'm doing it. That's why I signed up to join our military is to protect and to protect the American people or whatever yeah. like that. I don't know everybody joined for that. I know yeah. people well, might have joined for yeah. like, people might have joined for college. 
Join yeah. because it wasn't no other option. Join for benefits. Join for this. Join for that. Like how many people in the military we know that join to serve the country? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, out of everybody, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, and you make a great point. I won't take away from that. But how many people have you seen, where, heard of when they ask you like somebody, it could be your uh, CDB. And uh-huh. they ask you, they ask the sailor, hey, why did you join the Navy? I guarantee you, it may be one out of freaking a hundred may say, I joined to die for my country and, and serve and all this. No one's saying that. No. No Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Like, it's so, like college. Col- yeah. Something stuff like, like that. that. It's, all, it's always stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that no, means, but, uh, in, my, in my thought process, that means it's a big part of the decision-making process that wasn't there. <laughs> like, the yeah. option that, like, yeah. the option of the will to live or die for, uh, to kill or die for the country. Was that, yeah. did you, like, how much, like, how much of that did you factor in? <laughs> <laughs> did we ask that question, too? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, that's my thought process. Like, how yeah. much of that did you, did you really factor in? You know, so we do these heroes of the week. These people that, like, committed to like the cause and some of these people yeah. might not have necessarily signed up with those intentions but when the time came they you know made that made that decision yeah i don't know how many people we have that's like that's that's willing to so i mean so that's all goes into like my thoughts right and i know i can't project it right on the scope of this podcast because we got to talk about like a million different things right but i just don't I don't think that we should lock people into things when they don't really value it anymore and they probably won't add value to it anymore. That's just my thought, my own thought. Like if you realize in three years, this this is bullshit. I'm just here to do, I'm going to get my pen still, but I'm just here to do whatever I want to do until it's time to get out. I'm not really going to add anything to our military. Um, like it's like, uh, like my mom and my, and my, and my, and my little cousin. Okay. Well just go, you know, but like you said, you know, the delicate dance there is like you said, which I can't argue is like, if that's the case, then how many people do we lose in our first year or two? We lose a lot of people like that, yeah. you know? But then, like I said, who are we looking for in the military? Like we giving away $25,000 for whoever wants the money. Like, 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 <laughs> like who we going to get like that, you know, but you know, that's, that's my thoughts on that. Um, and I know a lot of people who disagree. I know a lot of people who disagree with me. You know, I know a lot of people. I was talking to one of my junior sellers uh, a lo- like a while ago, a long time ago. And she was talking about a seller that like, and that's why I can't like not keep the same energy. But she was talking about like a seller that like was getting like, like decided to like leave or something like that or did something to leave before the contract was over. And she was like, that's cowardly. She should have wrote her contract out. You know, and I'm like, well, at the end of the day, like, who's the who's the real judge of of any of this of her life? Is it like yeah. her? Is it you? Like, who's the real judge of her happiness, her life, and what kind of like, you know, gives her energy and you know stuff like that? Because it might not be mental health today, but it could be mental health next year, year two of you being somewhere that you know you don't want to be. You know, it's a lot of. <laughs> It's a lot of things that come along with requirements that come along with being a being in the military. Um, And and, and one of them in my thought process is like, you know, respecting, you know, rank, you know. So respecting rank um, is is one of them things that like you kind of got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, In a way, 
Um, yeah, we choose to do it, but it's a way like some of these juniors that they kind of have to do it. Like they might be somewhere else and they might like if it, if it was like not in the, in the military, like somebody might have got punched in the face like three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, what I'm definitely. saying? <laughs> you know, so when definitely. you're dealing with that and you're dealing with the realism of like, yo, I don't want to be here, you know, and then you still making a choice to be like, all right, I got this asshole LPO every day that I just want to like... <laughs> like smack one time or whatever like that, that's going to be a harder decision not to do that every day for the three years that you know that you didn't want to be here no more. So it might be like an incident waiting to happen. But I mean, that's my thought, Damon. I know you don't agree 100% with what I'm saying. And I know a lot of people. No, look, look, I actually, in a, in a, in a crazy way, agree a little bit because I, I, only reason I say that is because I think it should be a way. You know what I mean? But my thought process is it's not. It's, it's not a way. So it's like. It's not a way. Out. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing I got. I mean, I, I most definitely, man, it's like, it's like, you're right. Like if, if everybody know it costs a lot of money to put a sailor through a lot of schools, a lot uh-huh. of this stuff. If you get out of whatever, you're going to have to pay that stuff back. And I think that's to be something that was written probably in a contract. If you get out before this time, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, we you owe us, your ass. You know what I mean? Type we stuff. You on your ass. Because you yeah. did sign a contract. So you yeah. owe us. We on your ass. You could yeah. get out. But if you get out, you, you're paying us. You're mm-hmm. taking half of your paycheck. You know, whatever what, you know, whatever it is. And that's yeah. me. That's me saying that with the thought process that like, I would write out the contract. Like, I would. Yeah. Due to yeah. like my own personal principles of who I am as a person. I yeah. will write out the contract. No matter how hard it is or like for me, I'll find the goodness in it and ride it out. Um, so that's me, you know, me saying that. All right, let's get back to it, though. Back to your week. I know we stopped for a second and got into some real like stuff again. So yeah. back to your week. Back to your week. Um, well, your weeks has been a while, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. So um, Mark was the biggest thing, man. And then um, I went yesterday, man. I had a pretty exciting day yesterday man I went to one of my buddies that stayed down the street man to a marine retirement mm-hmm. my first time going to that man like yeah that type of environment but it was more to it though man because he was a he was a master sergeant so he actually mm-hmm. turned over also right so he turned over then he retired mm. you know what i mean so um it's a little longer than i thought it was gonna be put it like that right yeah but um good ceremony man it, it was it was almost just like like passing review type stuff, man. Like you got everybody coming through. They they doing the march thing. They come, like it was a whole like boot camp type style. The turnover yes. was. Mm-hmm. I never like saw saw that, but actually being CMC, they never do like a a formal turnover anyway. Though you know what I mean? They go in there and like what shake shake hands and shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you got that. Might not, might not meet the guy. For the most part, yeah. For yeah, the most we'll talk part, about that too. If you meet him. Uh, by senior leadership, mm. um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, it was very, it was very good, man. Like the the speakers, man, like very good, man. His 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 um, um, uh, you know, the person that was in charge, you know, what I'm saying, like the command, like she was, boy, she could speak, man. Uh huh. And 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 she spoke in a way like. I know you ain't got done with the SEA yet, but it was kind of one of those things, man, how, uh, how they teach you how to 
how to like say things and do things and how to cue it. You may have like, she had like a cards, you know yeah. what I mean? And she was cueing, like she did it the right way. Put it like that, man. And nice. she missed nothing. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can go so, you, you can get the talking and that's what I do sometimes. And that's why I try to have something to, to cue up when I'm like talking for a while. If I don't have anything to cue me up, I will talk and forget little things. And then mm-hmm. afterwards I'll come back and say, man, I forgot to say this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I forgot about that. But you know, little things like that, man. So, but she had a little little cute things out there, man. Boom, she wasn't missing anything, man. And she talked, man, for a while, but she, I mean, she knew about the kids, she knew about his mom, she knew about that, she knew about everything, man. She didn't miss nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he got up and he did his speech, man. Same way, man. He spoke good, man. It was, it was a good ceremony, man. Um, different. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? From what I didn't see. That's why I'm glad I went, man, and seen it, man. It was it was pretty good, man. Uh-huh. And another thing I tell you what happened out there, had a lot of um Marines out there. And I'm gonna tell you straight up, man, like I'm not like good at knowing exactly they ranks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. No one passed by me and didn't say senior chief. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they knew, like, you know what I mean? Like they knew my rank. <laughs> they like senior yeah. chief, senior chief, senior chief. Like they knew. You know what I mean? So I ain't gonna sit there and lie and, and say I know when I look at Marines rank, I can look at it from a ways and know exactly. <laughs> I get yeah, it. I, I like that. I, mean, I like that bit of honesty. So that was good. Yeah. It was good stuff, man. What happened after uh, though? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was like a little so Oh yeah, man. So they they uh afterwards, man, they had they rented out this like mansion, man, up in uh wine country up there. Mm-hmm. Man, it was huge out there. So man, we went up there, um, you know, had a little after, little, 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 you got a little taste, retirement, man. little boy, a little tipsy, <laughs> man. I got a little tipsy, yeah. A little, a little taste, little, man. Little, little, little taste, what you talking, taste. what you talking a little bit, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little taste, man. You know? Oh man. What else? Crazy, anything man. else? Anything crazy? That's it. Yeah, man. That's about it, man. Nothing too, nothing too crazy, man. All right. So <laughs> let. So let me start. You got, off. you got a lot of stuff. I don't got much. I don't got much. But um, <laughs> I did a I did an audiogram. This was a couple of weeks ago, right? I did an oh, audiogram, right? Oh, and I don't know if it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, but remember, like last episode, <laughs> I was talking about the PHA, and you know, so part of that it was like, yo, you got to do your audiogram, right? And it's yeah. crazy. I did all this PHA stuff just for like a five minute phone call with somebody. Like, oh yeah, you good, man? I looked at your mental health. You good? Uh, do you smoke now? No, I don't smoke. Oh yeah, you good? But um. Back to this audiogram. So I go do this audiogram, right? It's like three of us. Um, it starts out at medical, at the desk, with the person that just looked like she having the worst day ever. And I'm bothering her by asking to do this <laughs> audiogram, right? Now, <laughs> now, to fast forward the story to the ending, at the end of this, she asked us if we could do a survey. <laughs> I'm like, yo, why would you ever ask somebody if they could do a survey? Like, you? did not have good customer service. Like, this is bad. <laughs> but back to the audiogram. So, you know, I go, I, I do the audiogram. And at this eight, I'm getting older. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and I don't know if I'm the only person. You know, I know we got, like, a, a nice aged audience. But I'm looking at audiograms. I feel like the way Tom Brady looking at Super Bowls, bro. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like yo, I'm like, yo, I have to, like you know, come through in the clutch. I got to hear all this shit. Like I got to hit these buttons when I'm supposed to hit them. Like I cannot yeah. lose my hearing, you know? And I'm and like, and I'm just trying to preserve you. We, we engineers, we work in a lot of spaces at times. I'm trying to preserve my hearings for when I get out. You know what I'm saying? And I always, I'm a music person. So I always listen to music with big headphones and my mom and grandmas and all of them. Yeah. You're going to keep listening to that stuff. You know, you ain't going to be able to hear later. You know how like those words come out, but, um, 
so I'm looking at like this audiogram. It's like, you know, man versus machine, man versus monster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I go sit down and I, the first red flag for me was that the dude that was giving the instructions was really low. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't hear him. You know, real. Like I had to really listen hard. And then I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> they try to have a little smooth about, voice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Press the button. So I'm like, yo, this is about to be bad. Yo, like I can't believe this. I was on the ship, the DDG, the LCS. They messed my hair it up, man. It's some bullshit. So and it's like super low. I'm like, oh man, this critical moments. So like it about like so I'm waiting and like so after he talked I'm like what the fuck like when they gonna start the beeps like this is bad you know <laughs> they I already no started <laughs> so they they send me the message they like hey you know it's beeps happening but you're not clicking that and you have to click when you hear the beat so we gonna start your audio grab all over again right oh my God. no lie this shit happened like four times bro like oh for, for me waiting a minute for the and now you're not waiting like anybody on youtube you can see me but i got the prong like i'm like yeah like not having it right so <laughs> so i look at my now when i look at my prongs i looked at my audio cables right and the audio cables they like kind of like coming out of the you know the the input like, they not all in here, but I'm like, I never, ever looked at an audiogram like machine before. So I'm yeah. like, well, maybe that's how they supposed to be. I don't know. I still should maybe hear something. Yeah. But, but that was the case. They wasn't in. Like, so eventually wow. when I felt like I was up against, you know, and I feel like as the person administering the audiogram, like you need to do your little, you know, yeah. your little one time kind of look through shit. to make sure we good. But that's neither here nor there. But um. Like I finally stuck them in and then I was good. And then it was like a little spider. I don't know. It just caught my attention. It was like a spider inside the glass, just kind of living life. And that caught my attention for a, a minute. But the audiogram, <laughs> like I never, ever felt like this either doing an audiogram. That shit is long, man. That yeah. it was long. Like it I don't really know. don't. It really, it really not that long. But it just seems. I think it just seems long, bro. It was long, and I don't know if I made everybody else's longer because, again, it was like six or seven minutes before I even started mine. But it was yeah. like, I'm like, yo, what am I here so long for? Like, how many times? <laughs> like, yo, test my air. Yo, go to the different octaves, and that's it. Like, why we gotta do this twenty times? Like. I feel like, and then that made me realize, like, I cannot, and this is not a joke. I'm not joking. I'm not saying this to be comedic, but that made me realize I cannot do jail. I can't, yo. I cannot <laughs> sit in a cell. That little box. <laughs> that little bit of time that I'm doing my audiogram, I'm like, yo, what, like, my life is different. Like, I don't have this time. Like, I'm an adult, man. Like, what the fuck is going on for these 20 <laughs> minutes? Like, like, I'm an adult. Like, let me out of here. Like, you got it. Like, what's the decibels, man? What's the change? Let me get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, you know I, what's crazy, man, about the audiogram also, man, is the fact that, dude, Way before we came in the Navy, they was doing this shit in that box. It has to be a better way to do audio ground now, man. That shit old. Gotta be a better way, man. Come on. Nah, that shit Shit. old, bro. That shit old. Um, My wife graduated. She got her master's in social work. She's also in the honors program and like everything else. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. That's big, man. It's big time. 
Big time. It's cool. She don't listen to the pod, so she's not gonna hear this anyway. She 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 hear she hear when we record and be like, yeah, I listen, I listen to the pod. You don't listen to the pod, baby. But um, yeah, she so she graduated, she got her master's degree, honors, and stuff like that. I think she got bit by the bug seeing the people getting a doctors, they their their uh doctorates, their PhD. Yeah, I got mm. bit by the bug watching people get their doctor degree because they got the funny hat, they got the little floppy hat, mm. little applejack. It's a different, different huh? yeah, you different, like 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 different. you know you different, you know y'all got y'all square hats and here I come with my little boingly joint, mm. you know what I mean? Like we different yeah. here, man. And, um, but yeah. it was cool seeing it, and I remember it's crazy. I remember being young, and you probably heard this too, young, because I I mean I feel like you know when people grow up in the same kind of circumstances, but. I remember being young and being told, like, yo, you know, if you go to school to be a doctor, you're going to be in school forever. Like, yo, these people looked young, you know? I'm, yeah. like, I, like, it's not forever. You know, I'm the age of people that's been doctors already for, like, uh, 10 years or something like that. Yeah. You know, eight yeah. years. Like, it's not forever. Like, you just got to be, you just got to be on it. You yeah. just got to, like, you just got to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's, a- it's, it's, it's not forever. It's definitely yeah. not, man. You yeah. know? It was a couple older, you know, people you could tell they was in their 40s. They come back and got But that's them. Yeah. still not even, like, looking at life now, you know, yeah. now that I'm not 14 years old. Like, your 40s is still not really that yeah. old. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially now when you're you, right, man. Especially when you became a doctor. You know, your 40s yeah. might be old enough to make it from uh, mopping floors at McDonald's to, like, uh, you know, corporate, you know, your forties might be old if to take that journey. You know what I mean? But yeah, like you a doctor already now. Like you could go do what you want to do. And then some of them was minoring and like uh some of them like double masters, double uh, you know, double degrees. Like some people would be like, hey, they got a master in social work and a master in like education or whatever. So they yeah. you they good. They going right to some wherever they need to go, you know? Yeah. The craziest thing about all this is my wife is right now studying studying for a cert, you know, and that's why I like, man, college be pissing me off sometimes. You got your master's degree, but now you still really can't do much until you get this cert, cert. you know, or the cert, <laughs> or you could do more with it. But like I said, she yeah. got bit by the PhD bug, I think. Uh, she also had a party, um, a graduation party that she threw herself, you know, she threw it, she kind of did it all herself, man, you know, so that was like a big deal. She made the treats and everything. Uh, herself. So that was a big deal for her. Um, you know, and Good life stuff, is, man. yeah, yeah. Life is one of those things, man. Like, like I'm, I'm super proud of her, super happy for it. And just happy to be in the car while she driving and watching her, you know, observe, you know, her life. I saw somebody say that recently, um, about like, yo, my picture perfect relationship is just having somebody to like be a fan of me. You know, and then like me being able to be a fan of that person too, you know, so yeah. we, we kind of trade off in moments of like admiration, I think, where it's like, damn, I'm sitting here watching her get her master's. You know, I know she was there for me, like when I made chief and um, senior chief and super proud. Like she kind of take those things uh, like what more significance, I think, than me. You know what I'm saying? Because I looked at I look at some of those things like this is trajectory. Like this is. Oh, yeah what I'm working toward. This is what I've been kind of like working. This was it, you know, but, she, and I'm happy to have her around, like, yo, celebrate this moment. Like this, you know, so I'm happy for that. And I had to do that for her. Cause she got so caught up in her party and, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, yo baby, make sure you celebrate this moment. Like you worked for this. You went through a lot, you know, we lost a kid, you surgery, like it's, it's a whole lot in this story mm-hmm. or whatever like that. But, um, speaking of like senior chief and chief, 
real quick, you know, the results did come out um, for yep. senior chief, master chief. We wasn't here for that. So congrats to everybody that I know a whole lot of people. I was like, Sam, I'm getting older. You know, um, I know a lot of people that's, that's making it, you know, making me feel old, man. But shout out to all of them people uh, that made it. All y'all. Shout out. Yeah, all for that sure, good man. Work. Shout out. Man. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. All that good work. Um, all right. Real quick. Uh, let's get let me get into um, let me get into uh, Tom Cruise real quick. You know, this is a this was an inescapable conversation, but Top Gun 2 mm-hmm. came out. Right. Yeah. Um, before all of that, I'm hearing that Sellers was a little upset with Tom Cruise when he was on a ship. They called him an asshole and stuff like that. Um, that's to be expected. I don't, I don't think Tom Cruise is not an asshole. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm sure that he was like an asshole and I don't even know what an asshole, like, is it, is somebody an asshole? Cause they don't want to take, wanna take with a picture you. with him. They want to uh, sign an autograph, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I'm he sure has to, do you think he sh- like, do you think he like, no, I don't, I, I think, I don't think so, but I do think, um, what I would have asked him to do though, if he came on my ship, I asked him to give 15, 20 minutes and put him a little table up to talk to people or sign autographs or something. What are you going to talk to them about? Scientology? I don't know. Like, maybe not care talk. about what Tom yeah. Cruise got to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe to sign autographs though. You know what I mean? Sign autographs or something, sit up a little table. You're right. He don't have, I mean, he can do what he want to do. He's Tom Cruise. I mean, yeah. he don't have to, you know, sign any damn thing. You know what I mean? So, but Tom, Tom Cruise yeah. is an actor who made some iconic movies. He's not a he's yeah. not somebody that I want to know more about. You know what I mean? Now, if the yeah. CNO was around or somebody like that was around, then yeah, I would probably you know. And I'm about to say some good things about Tom Cruise in a second, but I'm that kind of person. Like both things could be true. You know, for me, I don't care nothing about Tom Cruise. I don't like. It's not too many famous people that I want to talk to, get their autograph. I remember when John Krasinski came to the ship and I really like John Krasinski a lot. Like, uh, like everything he does, I like him in. Um, yeah. I, I think he could have done a little bit. I think he could have fought a little harder in the Doctor Strange movie or whatever like that. But like, I liked him in the office. I liked him in Quiet Place. I liked him in like everything. But I wasn't, I didn't feel the need to tr- like stop working, you know, like whatever light bulb I was changing or my guys were changing, <laughs> whatever 13 week report we was looking at. I didn't feel the need to like take two hours on my day to try to get a picture with him or, yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah. or take his autograph. And that ain't a knock to nobody who did, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. But I just don't look at celebrities like that. Like, yeah. you know, I would, it's nothing that Tom Cruise could do to disappoint me outside of if he disrespect my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. we, got, we got some problems, Tom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got some problems, man. You know what I'm saying? But I heard he went to a ship. He rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, which to me is to be expected because of the, what he did to that mummy movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he went into that mummy movie and changed the entire movie so they could Tom Cruise the movie out. Um, and it just, it it like, you know, the mummy, that was like a part of the AMC Monsters like that was the Universal Monsters, like, they were trying to create a universe, bro. Like, 
with the mummy, yeah. with the with the uh, Wolfman, with like you know all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Cruise was the first out the gate. That's why they had like other characters in the movie, like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Like they had this whole thing, like like Marvel. But Tom Cruise did this mummy movie, and then it just killed the whole universe. Like I never, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that, man. Yeah, bro. Like I never heard because they was like, yeah, Angelina Jolie gonna have her. They had great act, Benicio del Toro. Angelina Jolie, Tom Cruise, they yeah. had this whole thing lined up, ready to go. Uh, Russell, uh, Russell Crowe, and like it don't really look like Russell Crowe rebounded from that, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Cruise messed yeah. the whole universe up because he pretty much came into. He's bigger than Tom Cruise is bigger than whatever movie he plays in. Yeah, um, and I think that's why he does well with his franchise movies, like the new Mission Impossible previews look incredible right but yeah. i think he does well with the franchise movies because it's already a tom cruise movie because like he came into the mummy and that went from like a horror movie to like an action movie i think you know what yeah. i'm saying and i didn't even yeah. watch it but i, I you know everything yeah. i saw i had like indiana jones action. uncharted yeah. kind of like yeah vibes where tom cruise was like a hero or whatever yeah but um um now let me now like now it's time for fairness this this Top Gun movie, we joked about it a lot, right? We did joke about it, bro. It's recruiters setting up shop outside of the outside of the. I saw pictures. It's recruiters. They got cups. They got pamphlets. They setting up shop, bro. Hey man, <laughs> hey look. I don't know if this happened before the when the first you know Top Gun came out. It did that, but man, that shit is funny as shit, man. I saw yeah. I saw the pictures too. Man, I'm like, what? Yeah. Are they serious right now? I don't think but it yeah, happened man. before. I don't think it happened before. I think that we know the the, the top gun effect now. So we gonna, you know, we're gonna run with it, bro. But it's rec- yeah, like the command. Did your command have like a top gun screening or anything? No. My command did. Like the the, the observers at like it was like, yo, we looking for 30 people, you know, top gun to oh, watch that's top gun. Pretty cool, right? You now. know, it was like it wasn't like Tom Cruise was gonna be there. It's like, yo, I'm gonna just go to like a worse theater than like the IMAX that I might go see it or whatever the good theater is to go watch Top Gun. Uh no, nah, I'ma just go, you know, I'm gonna go. I with the like I pick. Well, before I get into like watching Top Gun, I, I just this is the conversation that I wanted to kind of get off on. Then like we about to we about to juice this shit. You know, the Davy, we about to juice. Like if, if you look at the recruiting posters, they already got like the Top Gun logos. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We've been waiting for this uh, shit. You know boy, what I mean? Recruiters, man. Y'all, y'all going hard out there, recruiters, man. We've been going waiting hard. for this moment, bro. And then I'm looking at Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise on a red carpet. He got fighter jets at the premiere. Like only oh. Tom Cruise could do this, man. Only Tom Cruise could do this. He got fighter jets like at the premiere of his movie, man. Like people doing maintenance on him and everything. Like, you know, he's flying jets. Like he he's a he could fly, man. He's like a he's like an expert pilot now. <laughs> See, like, who like, knows? He may be shit. Yeah, he's a, Cruz, he's, a, man. he's an expert pilot. And then on top of this, you know, he already like learned the this movie's like thirty years. Like, well, the the space between both movies like thirty years old. Tom Cruise learned yeah. how to fly, and then the cast had to learn how to fly. Like, so the scenes in the aircraft, it's them shooting them scenes. Like they flying, Mm -hmm. they're actually shooting those scenes, which I think is really super cool. Right. Um, Yeah. But again, the Navy recruiting off the, all the, we going, we going to milk this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at um, Jamie Britt from E14 and you know, she a recruiter. I'm seeing everything she's sharing. So it's a lot of uh, top gun, you know, stuff, um, you know, just coming out, and we, sh- I mean, why not? 
You know what I'm saying? Why not? Why you not? Know? Why know, not? You, you know? are already giving out twenty five to fifty thousand dollars. You might as well freaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put that on there too. <laughs> we had a post. We had a post uh, where the post said on the PTSF page. It said something about. Top Gun is the reason why we got so many disgruntled swoes out there right now. You know what I mean? Like, Because, you know, everybody wanted to be. I worked at the academy. And then whenever I talked yeah. to an officer, I'm like, yo, what do you want to do? Uh, I wanted to be a pilot. You know, why? Everybody I saw a Top pilot, Gun. <laughs> you know, I saw a Top Gun. Yeah. I wanted to be a private pilot. What I'll say is this movie, this new movie will most likely have the same effect. All right. So let's. Yeah. So we talked about that. We talked about the Navy. Um. Did were you anticipating to watch this movie? I don't think so. Huh? I am gonna watch it, but I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't planning on watching it. I was gonna wait till it come to either HBO, some kind of streaming. I was gonna wait to watch it when it come on one of my streaming apps that I have. But I don't know, man. Depending on what you finna say. So this, well, first off, the like Rotten Tomato score and everything. It was like the audience gave it like a ninety nine percent Rotten Tomato score, and then mm-hmm. the critics, the critics gave it like a ninety seven, and then it screened that. Oh kind, shit. It screened at Con, the Film Fest and it had a six minute standing ovation. So like all the reviews were like, you know, all of the reviews was like, yo, whatever you expect out of this is better than your expectations. Right. Um, okay. I'm reading reviews about like Tom Cruise saving cinema. I'm reading like like it's like over the top, like kind of like reviews oh, wow. for this movie. Right. I'm like, damn, that's like one of the best review movies in a while. And then I thought it was cool because it wasn't Marvel. You know, it's not Marvel. It's a big deal, and it's still. I'm a fan of the uh, the um, the movie star, you know. So and, and like the person that Tom Cruise, Top Gun. Like I'm a fan of that still as well. Like yeah, it ain't yeah, too yeah. many people. It's not too many actors that we have that's doing that. We I think we just yeah. lost one actually recently. We probably just lost a movie star. Um, but um. So I'm a fan of all that, but watching this be like the best review movie that I've seen in a long time, like really over the top reviews. I'm like, yo, did Tom Cruise pay these dudes? Like, this is like, this is just Top Gun. Like, ain't it? You know what I mean? But it's like, damn, you know? So good, huh? So that was yeah. good. So that was, that was decent to see that too. And then I know that, you know, on top of all that, I know that they had this movie, right? Um, for a long time. They had this movie for a long time. This movie was done like three years ago or some shit, right? It was done for a mm. while. And the streaming services were actually trying to get it. You know, Amazon, different services were trying to get it. But they held out because they felt like they had something special. So they wasn't uh, giving this movie to any... St- like for for a while, it's like... Yeah, because COVID, right? Yeah, because of COVID thing. COVID yeah, and everything else was going yeah, to streaming. Yeah, Everything yeah. else was going to streaming. But I, 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 the Chris Nolan movie was like Tenet was like one of the few movies that didn't go to streaming during COVID. Chris Nolan was like testing the waters or whatever. But like Top Gun was like, no, we not. We wait until the theaters open uh-huh. up and that's what we doing. So they held out. And I, I was like, one day, I'm like, damn, like they being like real stern about holding out. I can understand why they did. And I understand yeah. why they wanted people to watch this. You should not watch this movie at home. Like, that's okay. one thing I'll say. Like, do not watch Top Gun at home. Watch that shit in the theater, the biggest theater you could watch it in. I will say that. Um, but uh, let's, like, all right, so I talked about the streaming services. We talked about military. It's another poor, uh, aspect of, to, oh, so Tom Cruise. Um, 
as a kid, I love Tom Cruise and like all of the movie stars, like there's not many Tom Cruise movies that I didn't like from like Cocktail to like Mission Impossible. like every single one of them. I still love every Mission Impossible movie, he, you know, yeah. he plays in. But I, I, I know that Tom Cruise is somebody that people have issues with and, you know, stuff like that, like due to some of the things that, you know, happened with different places he'd been in and people catering to him and stuff like that. Right. I know all of that. Um, and I believe Tom Cruise probably is a narcissist and probably is an asshole and all of that other stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, but I can separate that from me wanting to watch a movie. Right. Yeah. So but the thing about Top Gun, I will say I'm not going to say anything about Top Gun, really. Right. The movie. But I will say that the, before the movie starts, it's his ass. Like, <laughs> like he's sitting in a the theater like, hey, guys, you know, it's me. Tom Cruise, <laughs> you know, like, yo, like, yo, like, yo, just put the movie on, like, you know, like, I've seen this before with like Scorsese or Francis Ford Coppola, like when they like preserved the movie. So before they started, they like, hey, we want to, you know, or like a movie that was like banned where the director is like, yo, I'm glad this movie finally seeing the light of day, but not like Top Gun, like, like it's like, all right, we here, we, you know, and right before the Top Gun movie starts, the Mission Impossible trailer drops, right? And it's crazy. Mm. Looks great, but um, then you see Tom Cruise again, and you're like, "Oh shit, okay, Tom." And he like, "Yo, you know, I'm <laughs> happy. We made this movie out of love, and 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 you know, all of that. Enjoy it, you know." And then the movie starts, and I'm like, "Yo, this dude is a narcissist, man. Like, you know, like he just he's like that's just who Tom is. And I like Tom. I, I like Tom, and I know yeah. that he like a narcissist, and I know he probably like an asshole, but." Again, I don't want to hang out with Tom. I don't want to fly in the jet exactly. with Tom. None of that shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but um, the movie is good, man. It's good. It's a really good movie. I damn near cried, man. Like, like I damn near cried. Like, but it was like tears are like, it's like when you watch like a sport. Remember them old sports movies, man? Like Rudy or whatever. Like, like them old movies where it's like they back against the wall. Like, how they gonna get out mm-hmm. of this? Then they like victorious or something. It was like that. Like, you know, like Tom Cruise had you like, like on the edge of your seat or whatever. Yeah. And, and like, and then you like in it, you know, and, and we kind of knew the plot where it was like Tom Cruise was coming back to teach these other pilots. So and I thought this was going to be like a Tom Cruise is like passing a torch kind of movie and he not even going to be in it as much. And the other pilots, you know, they going to shine. Yo, these other actors, they probably all had like, like, at least six and at most like 18 lines a piece. Like this was, this was a Tom Cruise movie, man. Like, like, this wasn't, like I he really thought, no yeah, yeah, I thought this was like, yo, all right, you know, like remember Indiana Jones with Shia LaBeouf, like Harrison Ford was like, all right, I'm a, you know, you know, like I'm gonna get his other, no, this was Tom Cruise. The movie revolved around his character. It was about him. Um, yeah, it, it was good. It was good. It was really good. I'm not going to talk about Val Kilmer. Um, but I know the news came out. His daughter said she was proud of him for being in it because we know, we, you know, he's dealing with a lot of health uh, yeah. concerns and he was in it. He was in it like um, yeah. his and he got he probably got the most important scene in the movie as far as the way the movie is driven. But I will say you should go see it as yeah, soon yeah. as you can. Um, you're going to leave out that movie pumped up. You're going to leave out that movie feeling like the way you should. And it ain't, it's no other movie that like has done that in a while. Um, you know, it feels like, like you, like, it's like what we love about movies, 
right? And that's what Top Gun was. Like, what we love about non-Marvel, and I got to say that, like, it's what we love about non-Marvel movies. If I feel like a kid again. It's like you in the, it's like a, you get some of the vibes is like 80s vibes. This movie came out the year. Yeah. The first Top Gun came out like the year I was born. You know what I mean? But it's like, this was a good movie, man. This was a good movie. Um, Tom Cruise is still a movie star. Tom Cruise is a damn superhero when it comes to Hollywood, in my opinion. Like, he oh, still yeah. has it. Like, he still got it. Uh, he still got the wearing the glasses, the aviator mm-hmm. shades, still taking his mm-hmm. shirt off, still got the, the million-dollar smile. You know, I might be yep. a couple thousand of Botox, you know, added with that. But it's it's good, though. It's good. Um, another Tom Cruise movie that I could say that I love, you know? And that's, I mean... That's all I'm looking for out of Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, I'm most definitely going to go check it out, man. You know, so that was like a mini kind of, but, but, but that's important. Top Gun is important. And then when you come back, we can maybe do like a real actual review. I know that probably felt like one, but when you come back, we could probably do a real actual review of. Yeah, no doubt. That. Now I know you had some stuff you wanted to talk about though, man. Yeah, man. Um, I did have some stuff I wanted to talk about, but my notes went away. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, well, real I quick, one, I, it, would you go, go ahead? No, no, I was about to go in on it. Oh, you so got I, it? I, yeah. Well, I ain't got it, but I know, I know what it's about. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about, man, I, I was on a ship, and you guys know I always, you know, talk about these little stories on a on a ship. I talk to sailors, and I know Dumbo going, you know, you got a little smirk when I say a this. Sailor asked you why you what, what motivates you to stay in? No, 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 not that, not this time. <laughs> but um, I got, I got, um, the sailor. So they had a first class that came on board, been on board like four months or whatever. But this, um, the second class, I guess before that was like running the show, running everything, you know, the go-to, all this type of stuff. Right. So when I get on board the ship, you could tell the first class is like, it's like, he's like, you know, drowning, mm-hmm. you know, but as I'm on the ship a couple days now. Um, I'm noticing that the second class like knows a lot of this stuff. Yeah. That we're looking for, what we're doing, and all this type of stuff. Um, and you know, if you coming from a small boy to an Anfield life, you that's a whole different freaking ball game, right? If you don't know that platform. Um, so the first class was drowning. Then I then one day I was doing, I was in a in a in a repair lock and I was talking to the second class and and pretty much she was you know saying she's trying to find her way Mm -hmm. meaning like her new niche or whatever the case may be and i said why right if you know this stuff and you to go why you still can't be the go-to person yeah why you still can't do your your job at a whole high level is because now and I said it to her, I said, because now the bosses ain't coming to you. They come into the first class, but then the first class go come to you. But you shouldn't create that, man. You should use it. Mm-hmm. Use that to your advantage. Use the first class. He may not be as knowledgeable as you yet, but you can use him for other things for now. Like making sure you get your paperwork, making sure you get this or whatever the case may be. Then you guys have that conversation. You sitting on the sideline letting this letting um the division like look like crap right now is not the right answer 
So that's what my question is comes to, do you think um, letting your division fail to, to, for what? To get a moral victory? To get a, like a, let them, let the people know that I'm the person, that I'm the go-to? Still come to me? You know what I mean? What, what's, I don't want to, I, I didn't, I didn't understand it. And, and she pretty much like listened to me and heard what I had to say. I don't know if I got through to her or not. Um, but my question is, do you let your division fail, man? Like when you know all the answers, when you know, you know, um, what needs to be done and how it needs to be done, you know, I don't know. What you think? Um, I mean, I would ask the question is what, like, have you ever seen like a chief's mess where like a chief, a group of chiefs or whatever would let like a chief fail, you know? Like, so for instance, let's say, uh, like, you know, y'all had to do something and the chief, one chief or something stepped up to do it, you know, or like a few people did it, but like, or whatever position it was, for instance, like somebody got it, but other people didn't. Um, you ever see it where the people that didn't kind of like just kind of played the back, like, and didn't contribute because they wasn't the leader. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've been in probably a lot of situations like that, man. And yeah. I, and I, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I've yeah. seen it happen. Before. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we got to do better with that. You know, I'm at SEA and that we had a conversation. It was a conversation that came up just about that. Like, you don't got to be in charge to be the leader or whatever like that. And I, and, and for some reason I started thinking about that very dark thought about like, yeah, like it's crazy when like two people go for something or people go for something and then like somebody get it. And then like the other person, like, don't contribute. Like it's not like a valuable member of the team, Yeah, you know? And I've seen that everywhere, even in the mess. Like I've seen that, like, yeah. you know, in every aspect, it's like, yo, we still need to be like, you know, we still yeah. need to be valuable. We still kind of represent the you, same. You know, you know, you know, the biggest, where you see that the, the biggest time you see that as when it comes to chairs, man. Yeah. Like you have a chair, then you have co-chairs. You know what I mean? If you don't get picked to be the chair, yeah. You know what I mean? The co-chair just sitting in there chilling. Sometimes it happens when you um uh VP too, vice president. Sometimes the vice president sit back, you know, and, and sometimes um, you know, they are active. You know what yeah. I mean? But you but the thing about it is, I mean, it, it goes down, man. Like, like, like sometimes you just gotta understand and 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 like what's happening? Everybody can't like we always talk about this, man. But it's just true today, as is you know years ago, where everybody can't be in charge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody can't be. So what? What that means? Now you're not going to do anything. You're not going to contribute at all. Yeah. You know. Right. And I, and I look different. I look at the uh, I look at the like person that made the decision for the leader different. Maybe it was votes. Maybe it was something else. You know that shouldn't. And it does it a lot, but I, I'm I'm getting more and more into like like you not being picked for something shouldn't like make you feel like lower than who you are, you know? Yeah. Especially in the Navy. But like, well, mostly everything. Everything is like statistical, like is all of this stuff based on like why this why you got picked, you know? So like yeah. I just don't like if you feel like you're the best person for the job, you very well might be. Like, don't feel bad because you didn't get picked to do it. Like contribute. You know, and then like maybe show your worth, you know, maybe show your value. Yeah. So the next time this thing happened or these people get the vote for something, you do get, you know, yeah. picked for yeah. whatever this, you know, whatever this is. 
for, for me, fortunately, like a lot of things that I like kind of like put my name in a hat for, I wanted to do, I had support, you know, people who yeah. felt like, yo, I do think he could do this. I think he could hold it down. But it's also been times that, you know, I put my name in a hat for some and people didn't really know who I was yet. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, all right, let me put my head down and let me show these people what I have to contribute. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that that's a necessary evil. You know, that's a nothing. And that ain't even an evil, but it's a necessary thing. Like sometimes you got to show your, your, your value and, and your worth. Like, so like you said for the, the dream, and I know cause I'm the reason why I want to just go straight to the junior seller. Cause this happens in so many, like probably at the highest levels of corp, like corporations and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but, uh, for the junior seller. Yeah. Like you said, man, just keep working, do your thing, do your, do, do your yeah. thing. Cause the, the money not changing. You know what I'm saying? Like you getting the same amount of bread. Do your thing. Contribute. And again, like you said, it's your team. It's your team. Like don't nobody want to be. I don't want to be on a team where if the moment I leave, the team sucks. You know, I'm reading this book. uh, Well, I just finished this book called Good to Great. And it's about like level five leaders, like people who left teams and the teams thrived, you know, versus like level four leaders, people who left teams. And it was like, yo, this team was only good when such and such was involved or whatever like that. And it's more about businesses, you know, cause what did you really, what did you really do? You know, um, mm-hmm. my goal always been like to like leave something better than, you know, it was when I showed up. That's my goal for everything yeah. I'm involved in. You know what I'm saying? And I hope it, you know, works. So, um, yeah, she should just continue to contribute. Like you said. Yeah. Contribute to the team, man. Um, and you know, speaking of like teams and I don't know who really the, to point this finger at, you know, and where to point it at. But um, you guys know, you know, I do inspections on ships, right? So, man, I, the last couple ships I've been on, man, and this is becoming a thing because, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, Tycom, so I see a lot of manning on ships. Mm-hmm. And the manning on ships right now is crazy, right? I, we now do, look, it got so crazy. I, I just sent two of my, I sent those, a senior chief and a chief to a ship. Yeah. Because they didn't have the right manning from my from 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 um from my department. Right. Um and it's crazy how you can be on I'm I'm gonna throw the I'm not the name but the ship, a DDG, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you only have two chiefs in yeah. the engineering department. Two. And one of them the top snipe. You know what I mean? Like, 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 how the manning on that stuff is like, and then and you in the yards and you finna go do workups and you finna get get the ship out and ready to go. And so I'm I'm thinking, so so my guys went over there and they hit me up. Dude, damn it, the whole, even the first class is all them TAD, man. Yeah. They TAD to the ship to get them through to a certain point. So when that certain point happens, then what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where is the manning at on these ships? We are making so many master chiefs, so many senior chiefs, so many, you know, chiefs. Where are they at? You know, like, like the leader, where are the senior leadership on board these ships? Um, now, with that being said, um, maybe we're looking at it as like, okay, they're not going on deployment right now. But guess what, man? They're, you always getting ready for something on these ships. Mm-hmm. You're always preparing for something. You, you can't just go on a show. Okay. Oh, now 
um, they about to do work up. So let me throw them on a ship. No, that's a team. You got to get ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 it's a cycle of building blocks. You start out walking, you go to jogging, then you go to running and then all, you know what I mean? All this stuff. You can't just throw people in place and expect it to be a, a weld oil machine. It's a team thing, right? Yeah. And that, I don't know if that's how we looking at it or not, but what I am, I'm just telling you what I see and what I see is the the leadership on board these ships is not there. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know how many ships I've been on now, man. It has been a Tops Night. Yeah. Just haven't been one on board. Yeah. And there's a lot of people filling in for Tops Nights and all that stuff. Yes. And and then, you know, uh, uh, another thing about that, man, it's people, I I ain't taking nothing from people, you know, uh, that's filling in and doing a job and all that type of stuff, man. Um, But my question is, like, we got people out there that could do this job while they're not on these ships. You know what I mean? Like it's only on a DDG. I'm just talking about a DDG right now. You build it for like two, I think it's two or three um, scene chiefs on board the ship. Yeah. Right? That's it. You well, know, why we can't But where get, they at? Where do you think they at what, though? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going to tell you. Um, um, I think we're finding them though because I see all this, like, like now I think now, to be truthful about this whole thing, I do think the Navy is working on it. The right? Navy is. The Navy is working yes. on it. Yes. Because um, I've been seeing the, the I forgot the name of it, what the thing they, they call it, they saw it, the, um, ah, I think of the name in a minute. But they are putting, they are taking people from billets and they putting them in spots. Now, yeah. I don't know if all these spot ships and where they, they send them to, but they are moving people around, uh, especially people who make it rank and, and all that stuff. Because last year, I think I had one, I had a scene chief that moved they sent her somewhere else, you know, once she had picked up seeing chief. Uh, but if, but then another thing I thought about, man, like if you in the same, and, and I may be thinking outside, I'm just thinking out loud right now, man. Like mm-hmm. if you in the same Desron or, you know, amphibious group or whatever, if you saw they manning and you saw they got three or four, of the same rank on board the ship and they was supposed to be there, like three DCCs, you know me on a ship. Why we can't in that little squadron or that Desron that you know pull them and put them on a platform that we need them on. If we're in the same, you know what I mean, um, Desron. I, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking out like I know some ships out there. I went on. They got like two DCCs on board. Why you got two DCCs on board the ship? And I mm-hmm. went to another ship over here. That don't have have a DC two. You know what I mean? Not even a DC one, man. It went, it's a DC two and a DC eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't be understanding. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. But I know I it's harder than yeah. that. I know it's harder than what I'm saying. I'm talking like it's real easy. I know it ain't nothing real easy yeah. until I'm moving people around. But um, I don't know, man. I just be in my, my thoughts about that stuff, man. Why these ships don't, you know. And we see how many they be making and we see people. I don't know. If you guys out there hiding in the bushes, man. Y'all need to get out of there, man. Go out there and lead some sailors. I know if I had an option on seashore rotation, the Navy might be surprised about my decisions. I know that, you know, um, that speaks to what you're talking about, but I don't, I'm not going to travel to that, like to what you talk about. But I just know if like, you know, if somebody was to really ask me like, yo, instead of doing like three, three years, you know, on shore duty, like what you feel like you need? You know, and I, I know I, you know, I could probably be like, yo, I feel like I need like a year and a half. I feel like I need like a year and I go back to a ship. 
You know, well, would you feel like you could do straight on a ship? I don't know. Like, give me like three and then give me like six more months out off the ship. And then I'll go back to a ship for another two years, you know, purge. Yeah. I, I, I like the ship life. I love it, man. Like, yeah. um, it's a lot of parts about being on a ship that I really love. Um, shore, yeah. shore duty, um, the perks to shore duty is like being able to go home and um, every night and like uh, some, that some of the jobs are a little bit more easy, you know, to do and stuff like that. But honestly, I like, I like being on a ship. I like being on a ship. Yeah. Um, you know, mandatory feels different on a ship than, than shore duty. You know what I'm saying? Like shore duty mandatory to me is like a, come on, like, what are we doing this for? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. this mandatory, that's mandatory, this mandatory, like on a ship, mandatory feels different. Yes, it's a lot, you know, like I, like we talk about how busy it is and stuff like that, but, and I know we compared the two, but I like, I like, I like ship life more. I like ship life more yeah. than, uh, than I, I, I like life. ship life more too, man. Tell you the truth. Now, uh, with that being said, um, Sure, duty is. I feel like it's needed, though. It's necessary. You know what I mean? It's definitely necessary. It's necessary it's but you're right. I don't think I, I will need it three years. I mean, I yeah, can do yeah, probably less purge. than three years. And that's too. another reason why I feel like mandatory like is different because it's like when you just yeah. coming off a ship, like you just coming off a ship, and everything that comes along with being on a ship, then you get the shore duty, and then you got like people making everything mandatory. Like, yo, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> like, um, like, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like, it's like I remember somebody telling me, like, when I, when I was a junior seller, they was like, I can't wait to go to a shit, go go back to sea. And I'm like, why, man? We out here on shore duty and all that. <laughs> and the person was like, because, like, at sea, it's like real bullshit to have to deal with. Like, like, the, the, he was like, the bullshit we deal with here is fake bullshit. Like, he was like, yeah. I can't wait to go back to the real bullshit to complain about. <laughs> Made up bullshit. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yo, we just make it up. Like yo, I, when I was at the Naval Academy, man, we had inserve, bro, on on a yard patrol craft every year. We would have to do inserve on like four yard patrol crafts, right? And as necessary as that is, it's like now, mind you, we on shore duty, and now we got inserve every single year. But as necessary as that is, it's not inserve on a ship like a DDG. It's inserve yeah. on a boat that we know is in a horrible condition. <laughs> like, you know, but I mean, that's, you know, that's that. That's what it is. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, that's that. Hey, yeah. I, 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 I have a, like a, a thing, man. I, would, I wouldn't mind joining the Space Force, man. Like, if I could choose to go to the Space Force, I would. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think the Space Force is a joke. Um, I think it's a real thing. Um, and I, if I could choose to be a guardian, you know, I would be a guardian, you know, I would, mm. I would want to finish my naval career first though. And then go back as like the salty, like, yo, he used to be, a, <laughs> you know, he was this guy, maybe get like a little scar on my face, man. Like I play, I used to play the video game mass effect. So I like look hardened or whatever like that. But I, I like, yeah, I would definitely want to, um, join the space force. Um, they grooming standards seem a little cool. Um, they grew in Santa seems straight. The government's starting to talk about UFOs a little bit more. They starting to like kind of like have public conversations about that. You know, no, I, I wouldn't man. mind. I watched enough like you know, so many movies, Star Trek and all that. Like, I know eventually that's where we're gonna be doing a whole lot, like in space, intergalactic, whatever it is. And um, I wouldn't mind being a maybe. Part. I mean, maybe, maybe. You think that's a? You think it's a chance that we're not? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still, 
I'm still not sold yet on the whole space stuff yet, man. But hey. how not? It's like it's an unturned stone, and everybody across the world's like thoughts. We got Richard Branson, we got Elon Musk, we got Jeff Bezos, all traveling to space. Like, yeah, these I mean, the, billionaires yeah. traveling to space. Trump, you know, kind of like writing off on a space force. Um, the government now having like open like like conversations about UFOs, all of that stuff ain't just like random at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I got you, man. I got what you're saying. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm talking about like me personally. I'm, I'm not sold on it yet. Like I, I do see things though, right? I see. I see what you. I see what going. I see what's going on in the world. Yes. I do. Yeah. Um, but do I want to join? No. Uh, I love it. I love it. What they doing right now? Ain't it people in the Space Force right now? Yeah. What like, they that, doing? But I don't know, man. I don't know. Somebody, maybe somebody want to let us know what they doing because I don't know what the hell they doing. Standing up commands and stuff. I know they got like the grooming standards and stuff coming out and stuff yeah. like that. But it's like, what? Like, yo, if I'm like, it's like this, like, yo, don't you don't send me to a ship. You know, don't put me on no jet. I'm Space Force. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if it take us 20 years to, you know, go up there. I'm Space Force, man. You know, hey, we need you to go TAD. How going TAD to a ship going to help me with what we got going on? Like, I'm Space Force. Send me to NASA. Send me somewhere like that that's going like, be reward. I'm Space Force. I, I, I can see it now, you know. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, senior, you senior, you know, we need you to go TAD. You know, work with the EMs on USS. What space force, man? <laughs> Leave me alone, nah. man. <laughs> Leave nah. me alone. Well, you know we're gonna be in the buildings for another fifteen years till we get our first, you know, craft that's designated, you know, dedicated. to like, okay, I'm in the building for fifteen years. <laughs> what we what programs we need to put together? Like, uh, I can run MWR. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, what we got? <laughs> what y'all want? Y'all want Chick Fil A for breakfast? Like, what are we doing? I'm Space Force, I'm man. No Leave me alone, girl. Uh, EM, I'm Space. <laughs> like, yeah. For real, but I, hey. honestly, I wouldn't mind doing it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind yeah. doing it. Man. I wouldn't mind. It'd be doing crazy it. though. It'd be, it'd be something new too. Nah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind doing it. Um, did you see Doctor Strange? I did. What you thought about it? It's okay. And I'm gonna tell you. First off, I watched it in a theater, man. That freaking do all this like it was like freaking 4X, simulator, dude. Like four X or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. So I wasn't a big fan of that shit either. Getting water splashing. Like at first in your face it was o- at that? first it was okay. You know what I mean? In the beginning, like, oh, little water droplets. Yeah, he's splashing water. All this all yeah. over the place, man. I'm like, in the first like five minutes, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> The whole freaking movie? Nah, yeah. it wasn't cool. But I mean, the movie was okay, man. Like, I, kids loved it. You know, all that good stuff. But me, I'm like, it was okay. Yeah, I, I thought okay. I thought it was I thought it was cheesy a little bit. I thought some of the decisions made was like cheesy. I'm not gonna say it was a bad movie, but it, to me, I wouldn't put yeah. it in my top Marvel movie list, especially yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. I was expecting. From it, I, I just felt like they used the director, like Sam Raimi. I don't want to get too deep into this because we not a movie pod. But I, I felt like the director was on brand with who he is as a director. Um, I didn't see that fitting into like what I wanted out of a Marvel movie. And I f- felt like he don't take super... I feel like the director does not take 
superhero movies serious, even though he did Spider-Man uh, some years ago. But I feel like after watching Doctor Strange, I feel like Doctor Strange didn't take itself serious, but it wasn't like the way Thor didn't take itself. The last Thor didn't take itself serious. Yeah. This one was like almost like a, to me, like a insult to like comic book films. But that's what I thought. It was a lot of yeah. cheesy stuff. Wanda was amazing. Everything about Wanda was incredible. Everything about Scarlet Witch was good. Um, it just was some cheesiness in that movie that I felt like wasn't what it should have been. And I'll go as far as saying this. Marvel been a little hit or miss to me recently, like compared to how they mm-hmm. started. Like compared to how they started, yeah. a lot of stuff from Marvel just been okay. Like the Hawkeye show was yeah. okay. The uh, Captain America yeah. show was okay. Um, I I liked uh, the latest uh, the latest joint. Um, what Oscar Isaac? Um, the little mummy. The the I forgot the name of it. Moonlight. M- Moonlight. Moonlight. Or something I like Moonlight, Moonlight. Right. I like Moonlight. I haven't but... watched. I do. I lost it for a minute, man. I gotta get back into it, man. Like, I watched like first couple episodes, like, and it was. Uh, I don't know. I like Moonlight but you because. Said- Oscar Isaac, right? Uh, captivated yeah. by his ability to act and how he could go in two different roles and yeah. two different personalities and all of that. But outside of Oscar Isaac performance, to me, Moon Knight was okay. You know? Yeah. So I feel like Marvel been okay. And I get it. These the shows or whatever like that. But when you come back out with the Doctor Strange movie and that's okay. Now, this is a movie. You know what I mean? So, um, and then they like promoting like She-Hulk. Like She-Hulk is, I'm telling you now, it's going to be okay. Like, like, like She-Hulk yeah. ain't about to be, you know, and and I get it. Like TV shows can be lighthearted and all of that, but like She-Hulk, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. You know, so I yeah. know we got another episode of the season of Daredevil coming out. I know we got uh, fi- the Fantastic Four movies and X-Men and all that. It's a lot of expectations. So, um, you know, and I think that Marvel might've, that like now that that might hurt you now is the amount of expectations you got fan theories you got to live up to like all that hype back when the first iron man came out it wasn't much hype you know it wasn't much hype yeah. robert downey jr kind of like troubled actor you know all that stuff so i mean that's good to go stuff um and then i want to say this real quick then for netflix man i think the end is near i think the end is near for netflix man i know stranger things just came out um I just started watching Last Kingdom, which is really good. Uh, but Stranger Things just came out, but this is the last season of Stranger Things. Ozark, last yeah, yeah. season of Ozark happened already. Money Heist, yeah. last season of Money Heist happened already. For me, Top Boy, the next season of Top Boy is the last season of Top Boy. I think it's over, man. I think I, I, I'm almost done with Netflix, man. I, I, I can't see myself giving them $20 for a month for another year. Like I can't, I, I can't see myself giving Netflix two hundred and forty dollars next year. Yeah, man, I'm I'm with you on that too, man. Um, yeah, I can't. But I don't know, man. I think more of my thing is it's also being the the fact of um uh, being about um not necessarily Netflix, but about my freaking direct TV, man. Like, good gracious, dude. No, like I'm half of the time I ain't even watching that shit. Yeah, you know I mean, if I'm paying all this damn money yeah. until sports time. So it's, yeah. If I was you, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if I it just, went for NBA. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I was you, you, you got Netflix, right? Yeah, I got Netflix. Yeah. I just watched Candy. Yeah, I, got, I got them all. Yeah. I, I got damn near all of them. Yeah. But the rest of them you know seem I mean? like they starting to have more. Like, I just watched the show Candy on Hulu. I love that show with like Jessica Bill. It was a yeah, good yeah. show. It was like five episodes or something like that. Real good show. 
Um, I, I did start watching Last Kingdom on Netflix just because I wanted to see what it's about. It is good, but I mean, Netflix ain't really doing it for me no more. So it's probably time to go ahead and not, you know, knock that off. They used to be the, even for stand-up, it used to be, all right, Netflix, the stand-ups, they, you know, they, they, they kind of like, they, it's a lot more rules to like stand up and they not doing what they used to do to me um, anymore. So stand up is kind of done. Netflix now starting to transition, honestly, to like a reality TV uh, network. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of reality yeah, shows. Yeah, I see that, a lot of that know, shit too. Uh, uh, that, yeah. That's good. I know they probably looking at Squid Game. Like uh, we could just ride it off Squid Game. But when I saw the Korean money heist, that's when I like real. I'm realizing like, yo, it's almost over for Netflix, man. <laughs> it's almost over for Netflix. <laughs> it's almost over for Netflix, done, man. Bro. Did you ever watch Money Heist, bro? Mm. The yeah. Okay. I love Money Heist. Yeah, yeah. So you know they remake, yeah. they did the you know, they remaking it like a Korean version. Um, all right. So I wanna it's a near and dear story to my heart that I can't tell. However, um, I could say this the Navy is like could be, can be a social vacuum, like for me. Um, to me, when you go on a ship and stuff like that, um, sometimes you are not able to develop like relationships like outside of your military like core or whatever like that right so you some people you know they don't really have that many civilian friends or relationships with civilians some people yeah um and then they you know you kind of grow in this place and then you leave that ship you go to another command and then you make friends with those people and stuff like that fortunately for me a lot of my friends from high school um and my first command are still my friends but like more so high school, like a lot of my friends from high school are like still my friends. Um, but a lot of people don't really, they're not really able to make like, you know, great relationships. So like I would feel, I feel for somebody who has not been able to make a friend in like 20 years of being in the military, you know? And we talked about friendship uh, or like in one of our very early episodes. And I remember telling a story about my boy, Chris Gomez, who I have not spoken to in years, but I, that's a friend of mine. If he ever calls me, I'm there, but I ain't speak to him in years, but he was like, I don't make friends in the Navy because like in two years, you're not ever going to see them again, you know? And that was like a little bit before social media started popping off. And I just thought that was devastating. Like, yo, why would somebody ever say that? But it was like true reality. You know what I'm saying? But um, basically I just think it's, it's, it, you have to forge those relationships and you got to keep them things thriving, um, thriving and keep them alive. Uh, yeah. Because like I said, I just feel for anybody who looking at that retirement window and like, damn, I like I gave all of this to this and I ain't have any outside relationships or friends and stuff like that. You yeah. know, do you have like friends from the Navy? Yeah. I mean, I, I got friends um, from the Navy um, but but you brought up the fact that about the high school friends too, man. Like yeah. those guys, I still consider them my friends, but I don't really talk to them as much. But you're right, social media help you out, help me out a little bit with that though. I always can like hit them up, like what's good, what's going on. You know I me mean? every now and then, but it ain't like you know if I was there, you know what I mean, relationship. But you know, Navy though, yeah, I got friends, man. I, I mean, when me when especially come from ships, man, I, I got people I still talk to. I've been on, I haven't been on work with them. And years and years and years ago, and we always like chatting it up about some or, 
hit me up with a phone call. And, and a lot of times, man, um, those are the relationships that that you relate to more because a lot of times they do call you. It may not start off about friendship. It may start off about some work shit and yeah. then it end up, you know, we chatting it up about something. But but when somebody knowing knowing that you have that person that you could call, you know what I mean, about anything or whatever, those type of people, you know, that's that's friends anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah, I got I do, man. I do I got friends, man, outside yeah. of and I I think, you know, me personally, I put like the human like relationship first. Like I put like everything that gotta do with like being people, I put it first. Yeah. So like I think that that's why I've grown some strong relationships with people. Um, whether it be in the Navy or like my friends out the Navy, like even yeah. like when the CEO used to come visit us in CCS, you know, and I was like the chief down there on watch and, you know, he would talk to us and the guy, he would ask the guys if they had questions and they, you know, they asking about like operational stuff and ports and, you know, and I'm asking the captain like, Hey, like, uh, like, did you like, how you feel that you're going to miss watching this Marvel movie with your sons are like, you know, mm-hmm. how you feel about, you know, this or that or like something that got to do with sports and stuff. So uh, and that's like who I am first, like primarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's what like kind of does it for me. Um, but I, I I just feel really bad. Like my heart breaks for like the person that like at their like retirement, like realizes that like, damn, like all of these people that I invited, like none of them, you know, are here. Like don't. I looked at them different than That's they, crazy. you know, I, I, I like my heart breaks for that. Um, I feel bad about things like that. Um, we got a whole lot to talk about, but I don't think we will talk about it all. It is a holiday today. Um, yep. you know, so, but I do want to talk about, uh, my book. Uh, I, the, so we had a uh, GSE one on here a while ago and we did the BMF and he talked about the BMF book. So after he talked yes. about it, I read it. Uh, it's a good book, man. <laughs> it was a good book. It felt like I was like watching like a, a documentary or something like a mystery kind of documentary. It's gangsters. It's gangsters, man. Drug dealers. Uh, it's it got to do with the Rico stuff. And there's some stuff like happening like that right now with like musicians like outside mm-hmm. of like the scope of Navy stuff. But like it got to do with like Rico and like how like they really couldn't get Meech for much, so they had to go Rico because like Meech hands was pretty clean. Um, and it's mm-hmm. just crazy how much money these people was like seeing. Like these dudes was like these dudes getting caught with like 56, you know, kilos of cocaine or like like getting found, like you go in the house and you find two hundred thousand dollars and like a dresser or whatever, like that. Like, this is like big money, big time. Um, you know, big stuff like organized crime. Um, it was real good, uh, a really good book. Um, and I, I know, like in America and probably other places throughout the world, we kind of like, I'll, I'll make up a word. We kind of heroize like criminals or whatever. Um, yeah. this book didn't do that. It just kind of documented like uh, the rise and fall of BMF. Really, the fall like started with like you know a violent. The book kind of started at you know, when, when Wolf, who was like Puff's, you know, I don't know if our, our demographic knows any of this, but like, you know, one of Puff old body, Puffy, like P. Diddy, his old bodyguards, Wolf got killed or whatever in Atlanta. And like the word around town was like BMF was involved in that. Like that's where the book starts there. And it goes like 
throughout like the different like stash houses is verses in there. It's a whole story in there about uh, Jeezy um, and like what he had to do with, you know, BMF and like how his involvement in music, Meech, you know, all of the stuff that like if you from the South or if you a part of yep. hip hop, you kind of know the BMF story a little bit about it. But it had me going back. I like when books make me go like watch something like the book had me watch the YouTube video with BMF. They like in Florida, Miami, chilling with the mayor. You know what I mean? Like these dudes, these drug dealers, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they, they're, they're here, you know, are they breaking onto the scene for like music and stuff like that? Yeah. It also talked about Meech's like his personality, his leadership ability and stuff like that. Like, so it, it definitely was a, a, a good book. Um, I definitely would recommend it to anybody that's like um, a fan of the crime genre because this is like real crime. Anybody that's like a fan of Narcos and stuff like that. It's just crazy to me how these dudes got all this money and they not even uh, like the actual supply. Like they have. I know, right? They getting, they, they was getting their drugs from the Mexicans or whatever. Yeah. You know, so they got that whole entire, you know, and these dudes, BMF, they in Atlanta, they in Cali, they in Detroit. They's like all over the country with this. You know what I mean? And then you still have a supplier somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like how much Making money? Making big money. Get. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, that was good. Um, that was a good book. I recommend it to anybody. Uh, like I said, that's like that, like crime documentaries and crime stuff. Um, Journal for Jordan, uh, movie yeah, review of the week. Journal for Jordan. Journal for Michael B. Jordan. Yes, you got me with this one, bro. It was most definitely a tearjerker right here. Didn't you, get me though. That's what you it didn't cry? get me. No, 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 no. But dude, it was some, it was some, it was, it was some moments in that, in that freaking uh, movie though, that will. You gotta go to Warrior Toughness, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should go to Warrior Toughness, man. One one thing about me, man, I don't, I don't have a tear bank, so I don't cry about movies and stuff like that, that but the hair, the, like, it had some scenes in it where my hair was standing up on my arm, though, man. <laughs> like, That's it the type of stuff you that. like. That's the type of stuff you like. Yeah, kind of yeah, man. yeah. Like, but it, it was a, but, of course, I watched it with my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might have just broke up a box of tissues, man. <laughs> she was crying? Boo! What? Yes. So, yes, I mean, uh, it gave me, it did put me in, like, a loving it, it reminded me yeah. of like when me and Angeline, like some of our early dating experiences with me being in the military and her being civilian. Yeah. Like it reminded me of some of our early dating experiences, man. It, it reminded us. Yeah. And she, I, I know like, I was telling her, like she reminded me like of stuff me and Ella that went through before too, though, man. Like the talks and stuff like that me and Ella be having. It was like, <laughs> I, used, I was pouring that Ella as, as you know what I'm saying? We look at the movie. So it was, it was, it was good, man. I like it. I like the movie, man. Um, so they get into the movie a little bit, man. Um, that balloon scene was deep too. Mm-hmm. With a, where the son was doing the um, the peekaboo part, he was doing a peekaboo, and then she looked out the window and saw the balloons. Yeah, you know what I mean, or whatever. That was a pretty deep scene right there. Um, so, Denzel, right? Denzel directed. Denzel, Denzel was Michael the B. Jordan is a star, and the young lady yep. is. First of all, she's a beautiful, you know, beautiful yeah. woman. Um, I don't. I gotta get her name. I don't know her name. I'll get it later. 
and then say it. Yeah, she did a great job, man. A great job in this movie, also. Both of them did, man. Like it was a, it was a, man. It was a good movie, man. I mean, um, oh, Shante Adams, Shante Adams for anybody interested. Shante Adams, yeah. She she did a really great. Really All right, so what's job, so, so so what's this movie about? Let's get into what this movie's about. Okay, so. Um, the movie, the movie was about, I guess her, her, her husband, which is, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, was in the military. Um, he goes, he's in, he's in the army. So first off in the beginning, you kind of like the family always, you know, trying to set him up with dates and things like that. So yeah. she ended up, he was like the, you know, um, we say that the sergeant was in. He was his his sergeant or something. They brought the guy over. They came over. To he visit was her him. dad. He, he her dad. He had a relationship with her dad. Yeah, had a relationship. So they come. He come to the house. Their first time they're meeting, and it was funny, man, because the first thing she said was, "Has she met the other sister? Has he, has he met the other sister yet?" Yeah. You know, but you could tell there's some competition <laughs> with guys with them or something. I don't know, but he said no. So uh, they end up hitting it off, man. They end up hitting it, hitting it off. You, you, uh, you use your rank on your um, answer machine? You, you say your rank on your answer machine? No. Okay. No. Right. But it was funny, dude. In the beginning of their relationship, <laughs> he always uses rank for everything. <laughs> Sergeant Charles, first Sergeant Charles, whatever king. He used it. His rank he was using it all machine, the time, man. the whole time, yeah. man. Uh, so if you guys don't know, if you haven't watched it yet, man, he, he most definitely a true and true um, army guy. Yeah. Right. Everything, everything was he military. The hero of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the hero of the week, too. Yes. You might as well just be the hero of the week. Dude, everything was straightforward with him. It was all military, military, military. Um, and so, okay, so you kind of knew um what was going to happen to him, though. Because it had a movie kept yeah, going yeah, back yeah, and yeah, forth. Yeah, so yeah. you knew he'd be he gonna dying. Die. And he gonna die and him die. But I didn't get until the end when the son got older, I started counting. Okay, that's why it's named the way it's named now. Now I kind of like get it. You know what I mean? The name of the movie was. Um, but so, the relationship, it was, it was most definitely a love relationship between them two, man. Uh, one of those relationships that you you kind of like wish was yours sometime in, in a in a way. It was so loving. They was always happy. And they didn't have the moments where well, they argued and all that stuff too. Yeah. And she had resistance, right? She, yes. she re- had a lot of resistance. I mean, even from like, so I could relate to like the early days, like where she was like making him sleep, you know, where she, she thought she was about to make this dude sleep, you know, on, in the other room. She like, yo, all right, you could come to the room. Then she had that long t-shirt on that like cartoon t-shirt or whatever like man, put something sexy uh man but like that was that but don't, hold on, that was that let's get it on t-shirt though but i mean that's that grown-up t-shirt you know like we both yeah. grown that's that t-shirt yeah. like not nothing yeah. sexy and nothing but that is that t-shirt but she um she, she you know she had issues that she had to like we like she had a lot of issues she had to deal with when it came to dating men and I think a lot of women get scarred from like, you know, past relationships and stuff like that. So a lot of us, not just women, a lot of us, and we come in with a lot of baggage. And I think yeah. she had like some of that stuff. Cause remember when he, when he went to like, he, they were supposed to meet up in Ohio, which mm-hmm. he was wrong about. He shouldn't have, he should have communicated better, but they supposed to meet up in Ohio. And she went there, went to the hotel already, candles lit, boom, boom, boom. He don't even call till like way later one of his soldiers had a baby and the wife, you know, had an 
issue that something could have happened to her. And she flipped out like, oh, man, like, did you Lipped cheat in? You, you know, all the stuff that she would. She was trying to get this man to not walk on the right side of the street for her. She was trying to get this man to, like, not eat as healthy as he wanted to. Like, she was just trying to, like, normalize him. And he was a good dude. Like, he was a different yeah. kind of man. You know, and she was trying to normalize him to, like, to me, seem like, yo, why are you not, like, you know, everybody yeah. else? But she but she knew this, too, though. Like, at, even at one point, she said, you know what? We need more gentlemen like you. Yeah, yeah, you know she, what I mean? yeah. So she, so she realized what she was trying to do stuff like even with his shoes. She, she wanted to dress in suits and yeah, you know, you up, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was dope, and yeah, she was man, good. She was, she, she was really good in the show too, man. I'm talking the movie, it was yeah. just like really, really but her, good. Who, who she was? Like she was a businesswoman. She yeah. was a breadwinner. She made money. She was dope too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and then I want to get to man, like we. we the whole the whole movie is was kind of about the journal for Joy. I mean, that's his son. His son is is uh, um last name Jordan. And when he came around in the movie, the first time you start hearing more about him when he got into a fight. Um, and then when he got into the fight, she talked to him. She actually broke out the journal and showed it to him. So then he started uh, reading the journal. The journal, mm-hmm. and in, in the journal, you know she. Backed up a little bit. She gave him that journal. I forgot what it was for. I think when it was he was getting ready to go to he was getting ready to go to war for the first time. I think she gave him the well. He went to go to war. She gave him the journal. Yeah, she gave him the writing. Him. And he was like, I didn't know what the scene. He know what to say, but said some questions there in the beginning to get you started. Yeah, right. So end up the he got the boy got older, got into the fight. She gave him the journal, and it was. And, and uh, he was reading out a journal. The first thing he read about, you know, being a, a black person, you know what I mean? And, and all this type of stuff that kind of helped, helped ease him a little bit um, on what he had going on. And then guess what? When that started happening, a young man started getting more eager and eager to know his father. So he started doing things and asking for help um, and, and reading the journal more and, and started finding out more about his dad. Um, so... Um, it man, it end up being a, a the ending was great. You know, what I mean? he couldn't, couldn't get he no better. Yeah, he wasn't as much finding out about his dad, you know, as he was also finding out about himself. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. you know, just to reiterate that one part that you said, just for anybody that never saw this movie before, um, September 11th happened um, mm-hmm. during this movie uh, in 2001. September 11th happened. I think they kind of meant like late 80s. So they, you know, but like life happened and September 11th happened. And um, after that happened, you know, he had to go, you know, he's in the army. He had to go and, you know, like commit to whatever the military had him doing. Um, She called him at some point like, hey, I want us to have a kid. You know, I want to have your kid. So they so they had a kid. Um, They had a kid and. um. He had to go back again and before they went back. So this is Charles and, you know, uh, Charles and his girl because they never got married. But they had a kid. And yep. before they before they went back, uh, she gave him a letter before he left again to write. She gave him a book to write like different things in a journal for his son, um, yep. Jordan. And, you know, he did. You know, um, and then at some point, like you said, Jordan was getting bullied for his complexion because he was light. Um, He was getting bullied for his complexion because he was light. The kids were saying that he wasn't really black and stuff like that. And then she finally gave him the book. And like you said, as Jordan read this book that Charles wrote 
he started to learn about who his dad was. And, you know, because that's what she told him. She was like, you know, that's mm-hmm. what she told Charles, like, tell him who you are. You know what I mean? Because Charles was a good dude. So she's like, you know, in learning who his dad was, he started to learn about himself. And in doing all of that, she had to confront like emotions that she was like, kind of like trying to suppress. Right. Yeah. So, you know, all of this happens and she finally, I feel like she had never been to, I told Angelina watching, I was like, has she ever been to his headstone? Like, did she ever go see his, you know, grave before, mm-hmm. you know, since the funeral and stuff like that? You know, because at first she couldn't, she said she couldn't get the flag because she wasn't in the family, you know. So, and Jordan was a really uh, cool kid. Like, he turned out oh, to be. Oh, yeah, man. He was awesome, man. Yeah, he turned Good out to kid, be a really man. cool kid. And then, he, then you see already starting to act like him, like his dad, man. Like, stuff yeah, he was man. saying in the end. I said, oh, he doing too much. I was telling, I was telling uh, my wife, man, he doing too much. Dog. He was like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Look like his journey is, is straight to the military time you get old enough. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like. and that was also, that was my gripe for this movie. Cause I didn't think this was a perfect movie. And I thought like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was rushed and, and some of those aspects, but whenever you base movies for me, whenever movies get based off true stories, a lot of, mm-hmm. for me, a lot of elements get rushed. You don't see everything. Everything wasn't, you know, and I felt like there, the transition, like Jordan's transition. I feel like it wasn't for me, it wasn't enough of it in the movie. It was just like he got the book and then the next day he was different. He's doing a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so, and it was other holes in there too. Um, I'm starting to see more budget. I'm starting to look at movies more and understanding like the budget, you know, and like this movie is a lot of air in this space, like, you know, diff- different um, weird stuff like this. So, but I give it like a three and a half. I give it a three and a half out of five though. I think it was real good. It tapped into yeah. like, it tapped into like a lot of emotions and it made it made yeah. me rethink about our love and relationship because I watched it yeah. with Angeline too. I'm glad you watched it with Ella. I wasn't gonna say like, yeah. yo, watch it with Ella. I'm glad you did, because that's that was yeah. like perfect. And a lot of love there. Uh brought back some feelings, some vibes, some music. It was a lot yeah. of cool stuff uh that happened. So I definitely give it a three and a half out of five. I thought it was really, really good. Three and a half out of five to me is a good, good movie. Yeah, yeah. Good um, movie. yeah. I, I thought it was really, um, really good. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a four, man. And the reason why most of them giving it a four is because of the actress, the actor, and Denzel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like they all did great jobs, man. You're right though; it is some holes here and there, but uh-huh. there's a good storyline. It's a true story, a good story, um, and all that all that um, made the difference in the movie, man. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, and and for everybody who don't know, I'm a, a action movie guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, give me some action. Give me some. But man, this was a good freaking story. You know, like a, the story itself was good. Um, but it was good. I like it. Four out of five for me, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's it, man. It's a whole lot of stuff we have to like, man, it's yeah. still so much stuff we got to talk about, like uniform grooming standards, mustaches yeah. and stuff I like think, that. Uh, but we'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, man, it was good. Yeah, I want to. I want like to have a whole conversation about how the black socks, you know, messed my feet up with the black boots and stuff <laughs> like that, and how you, we just don't know enough. You know what I'm saying? So I do want to talk about all of that stuff. Um, but I feel like we've talked for a while, um, and um, I feel like I, I'm I'm super happy to be back. Um, it's, oh, it's yeah, been a minute. Man. It's been Ooh. a minute. So we back. You know, we back. Um, if we do take any weeks off or anything like that, it's because I'm I'm gonna be going traveling to SCA. 
I don't expect us to take any weeks off. I'm going to try my best for us to still continue. But we back, man. Uh, it's, it's been a minute. Um, it feels good to be back. But um, Most definitely, yeah. man. Most definitely. Yeah, we see y'all next yeah, week. Yeah, man. See you next week. Mississippi, what's up? Stand up.